Welcome everybody to episode 87 of the Minecraft Podcast and we've got a, a small grouping, uh, it's small and intimate today I think. Uh, we have myself, we've got Good. Yeah, oh hi. <laughs> and Code. <laughs> Hello. Hello. We're basically holding hands right now. Oh, okay. So intimate. Mm. Yay. You guys um, make it right. right. Oh yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Sn snuggling closer under the blanket. <laughs> um, uh, so why does your hand only have one finger bash why is it wet on the end <laughs> oh. I'm trying to hitchhike um, <laughs> with that you think, think that'll work uh, I'll get some trucks and stuff uh, so uh, it's busy, been a busy week uh, busy weekend uh, we did some charity stuff Didn't yeah we? Yay! Extra life. Yay. Got a bunch Charity. of money. It was fun. The UHC was the most fun. I heard you got a little salty though, Bej. It's, it's, it's the same, you know, whenever you die in UHC, you get a little bit angry, especially if you think it was particularly fair. And uh, yeah, we did get a bit salty, but you know, it passes over 10 minutes later. <laughs> uh, were you salty, uh, Ko? Ko. Um, I played up my saltiness, but I was really, truly disappointed. Like I was, I was sad. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. sad too. I think I, you always are sad when you when you go out in UHC, regardless. But yeah, to save if I mean, Co had well, I was pumped up. Sad. I was pumped up for like yeah. you know two yeah, hours, yeah, two hours, <laughs> right? <laughs> nope, ten minutes. 10 minutes <laughs> it sucks too because like basically right after you died, we had more regeneration potions than I could hold. Like it was dumb, right? So like. <laughs> <sighs> Well, I would have been there to hold those extra potions. Right. Like, I, I, in hindsight, I was like, should we have gone down and maybe tried to kill the Enderman as a group? Like, I don't know. I don't know what the right the thing to do there was. Because this is not the first time this has happened. This happened to Paul's <laughs> once, too. It was a single season. But... It's, it's funny, because when we were waiting for the game to start, and we'd all teleported out, Blue looked at an Enderman as well. But it just so happened that she was standing in water, so it kind of, like, turned around, looked at her, and then went off again. Mm. Right. But, uh, Damn. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. You guys went on to do well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could have really won if we had four of us. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone would have lived, and, and we would have. Yeah, would have I, th I think part part of our team's saltiness was we we just got given a load of uh, regen potions and stuff as well, and literally had them thirty seconds, and then the whole team was dead. And I think like, that's oh. so funny too, because because pause wouldn't drop anything that was given to him so he was walking around with like two stacks of reeds and two stacks of leather because he didn't want to get rid of that stuff because someone gave, spent money to give it to him and then he gives <laughs> his fucking apple to a horse <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> make a bad pause that, that was yeah pretty monumental that moment yeah yeah i think little things like that make it i mean obviously people you know, are still talking about it so stuff like that's mm. cool when it happens uh, but considering last year's was uh, 48 hours and this was 24 hours, we did quite well, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Last year we made 118,000 for Child's Play and this year 113,000 for Extra Life. But in 24 less hours, which is way better. We, next year we should do like five hours. Same goal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just the UHC portion. And yeah. There you go. I mean, we made 40 odd grand in that UHC, didn't we? Right, right. We should just do that every weekend, but uh, I can be a charity one week, and yeah. Co can be a charity and badge. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> uh. Uh, 
man. <laughs> that UHC was a lot of fun, though. I would like to do something like that again. We just need more charity events. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's difficult to take it seriously, isn't it? Because, you know... Right. It, it was obvious which teams were going to get the most stuff, and, you know... I didn't think I was going to get a lot of stuff, man, but I felt no. like I got, like, a pretty good share of things, and I didn't expect that. Yeah, I was quite surprised, too. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did you... Oh, sorry, Kat. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh right! Yeah, You're the yeah, only yeah, one yeah. that died before the stuff went out, even, isn't it? Or weren't weren't you? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I died right before that. Oh, like, so lame. Yeah, I went and talked to Chad, and then right after we got done talking, the donation. It was crazy. Because I was because we were like, oh, will, will we find out if if something gets donated? And you're like, yeah, there'll be a message in the chat. And I was expecting, you know, Bing, uh, somebody got something couple of minutes later bing somebody got something and it was just like this tirade of just text constantly <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i kind of like how it went in like waves like that instead of it like a, a constant flow i think would have been more like nerve-wracking it was almost like when that wave would come you would like stop and let it hit you mm. <laughs> and then you would move on again mm -hmm. uh, well we, we were trying to time our going through the portal so that it would hit one of those waves so that people wouldn't see the message come up that we've gone through but oh. left it too long and the other team got there first. I see. Wow. Huh. Yeah, you try to be tactical and clever and what happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like so, how this time we did all kinds of stuff, not just mostly Minecraft. Like, I preferred the Gary's Mod and the Mario Kart and just everything that we do is Minecraft instead of just Minecraft. Like, last year, I don't think we really did anything other than Minecraft the whole, the whole yeah. 48 hours. I wanted to do the Gene Mod stuff, but it was like nine in the morning, eight, eight or nine in the morning, and I just passed out by that point. <laughs> oh yeah, I was exhausted. Like after Mario Kart, in the segment in between, I decided to go drink a little, and I shouldn't have done that. I was like, it'll keep me awake. And then when I came back, I was even more tired, I think, and drunk then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was good. Yeah. Moving um, on. <laughs> I think it was all all a great success. Um, yeah, talking of raising money. Uh, Mojang seems to have raised $2.5 billion from Microsoft. Yay. Uh, this is the big news of the week Ooh. that we forgot to put so in. So how do you guys feel? I haven't, heard, I haven't really heard you talk about it a lot, Co. I talked about it in a video, uh, my Minecraft episode yesterday, but I haven't heard your mm. opinion. I don't know. I mean, I think that it's... I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Microsoft. I'm kind of indifferent to them these days. I do feel like they have a history of taking things and kind of milking them dry. <laughs> um, maybe not always with the right vision of where things should go. Um, I think the best example is probably the Halo series because of the fact that uh, they bought Bungie because they wanted a, a game to sort of flagship the Xbox, right? But now they really don't have a flagship game anymore because the Halo franchise kind of got like beat to death. Right. Um, as far as I know, Halo 4 wasn't really that much of a big deal, which was made by 343 Studios, and now the Xbox One, I mean, what does the Xbox One have? What's their signature franchise? Right. Nothing. What does PlayStation <laughs> have, for that matter? PlayStation kind of has the same problem, but they have enough, I think, strong third-party characters like like uh metal gear is kind of like well little big planet metal, metal gear goes multi-platform eventually but it always seems to launch on playstation i don't right. know 
I guess, I guess they don't really have their, a mascot uh, anymore either. Knack <laughs> is their new mascot. <laughs> <laughs> it's exclusive Knack uh, content. <laughs> look, our main character is a big pile of shit. Oh, God. Literally. Um, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Is, is there so much um, exclusive titles now for consoles? Because... I, I think it used to be that one console was significantly different to another in terms of hardware, and I think right. these days they're a little bit more equal, aren't they? Really? So. I think we always go That's back to eventually. I... It's going to be all one thing, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why I keep falling into that that argument of, of like, what's the point? We're, we're we're actually coming to a time period where I don't see what the point is of these separate consoles without exclusives. But I, exclusives are bad, so. <laughs> Right, but um, back to the whole Microsoft thing. Um, I, I I worry that if they get too involved in it, that that's what they'll do. They'll like they just won't recognize that they're going in the wrong direction with it, and they'll they'll run it into the ground. They did the same thing uh, with the Connect as well. I don't know if anybody remembers the the big awkward horrible Connect demonstration from uh, oh with the, with, the, with a kid on the swing. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't my, remember my, all this. No, is it my my Milo or something? Uh, something like that. Yeah, there there was like it was like E three twenty twelve or twenty thirteen or something like that. One of the one of the recent ones. They just had this really awkward demonstration of like, you know, trying to get people amped up about Connect, but it totally flopped. And so yeah, I mean, as long as they don't really mess with it much, then it's probably not a big deal. They probably just want to. Like sell merchandise and shit, right? Yeah, it's, dif- it's, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's difficult to say. Um, looks like uh, Doc has managed to join us. How hey, you doing? So, so Feld. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Doc. Welcome. Hello. And it was my fault. <laughs> You're late. Why are you late? <laughs> I was stuck in traffic. Oh. Huh. All right, man. That sounds so spontaneous, man. We, we had such a nice discussion, such a brilliant discussion about the whole Microsoft thing. We, ah, we, uh, spoilers. I'm oh, yeah. really sad right now because that was so good. Like it's such shit when you have like you have the gold, right? You use it all up, and now it's gone. There's no way to get it back. We can't get it back. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah, we can't. We can't say anything about it now. Uh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we, we will try. <laughs> we will try. Um, so, Microsoft, as we know, have bought uh, Mojang for $2.5 billion. Bling, bling. Bling, bling. And I think Notch has got uh, apparently $1.6 of that because he's a mm. major shareholder, um, which is a crazy amount of money to suddenly have. And that must put him pretty high up on the world's highest, you know, richest people. Richest people? Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's on the list. I don't know. I mean, I he, he should have some. I don't know. He should have some, some, some. You know, some dough before. I mean, not uh, like he had nothing. I, I don't. <laughs> obviously, that's never, that's not going to be. You know, uh, a suitcase full of money. That's probably going to be all mm. sorts of uh, shares and, and stuff. Most probably. Mm. I don't know how. You they think do some of it was in stock options? Because I, I don't think Notch would want stocks in Microsoft. I don't know. Maybe I'd be wrong. No idea, man. How they did do such deals? I think it's totally. It depends. Well, all right. Maybe so, some. Some are paid in gold. Let's, 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 let's put this into yeah. some sort of perspective. Warren Buffett. Uh, we all know he's quite rich. He has <laughs> four hundred and ninety-one million. No. Really? More. 
Yeah. His net worth, though, his net worth was in the vicinity of. Uh, oh no! Sorry, sorry. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. That's wrong. He's gone up 491 million. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. That right, doesn't right. seem right. So I was thinking, like, whoa. I, what? Yeah, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess he's in the vicinity of like. Oh no! Actually, fifty yeah. to sixty somewhere in there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No. There's. There's. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Gates is eighty-one billion. Warren Buffett yeah. sixty-eight billion. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so not Warren so believe we 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 confirmed. Not just right. no uh, Bill Gates <laughs> now, but still, you know, he got a, a ton of money. And first of all, I'd say you know, if you look at the story itself, uh, you know, invent a game. Five years later, you're a billionaire. I mean, you know, that would be Hollywood story. You know, yeah, kind of. But of course. With all Hollywood stories, there's also some some dark sides to it. You know, people are of course concerned because yeah, the Microsoft deal was not at least not EA. I mean, <laughs> yeah, some people yeah. feared that more. Um, whatever um, could be worse, could be better. Better would be if nothing would have changed. But I guess that was not realistic at some point anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wasn't I keep it? thinking of like uh, we we. I want to say the things that we said, but I yeah, feel like I don't, don't want to repeat it. Yeah, because I don't want to bore you guys. Because I already told you, it's yeah. this weird conflicting feeling. Because I was going to yeah, say the whole thing of you know like yay success, you know, but too much success, uh, you know, frowns. Yeah, but and, but, but we kind of we kind of <laughs> came to a conclusion. Maybe we can we we can just you know start with our conclusion. The conclusion was that partially. Not she wanted to get away, but partially it was also taken away at some point because it became so huge that uh, it's nothing you can hold on to. And um, yeah, we talked about negative and positive consequences. I mean, how could they mess right. it up? It would be hard. Mm -hmm. God, man, such such good content was lost. I'm so ill. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah going back to the, the the positive and the negatives, like we we tried to name yeah. some of the like the worst examples of things that could happen. And one of the ones I brought up was they could go the console route with skins and make it where it's all DLC and you have to. I mean, even even if they made it where you could upload your own skin, they can make it where you have to pay ten bucks uh, or something to unlock the ability to upload your own skin or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Or we also imagined um, if they would actually charge for uh, like real content, in the sense of okay, update one point eight is no longer, but you have DLC, you know, the spring DLC of two thousand fifteen or some shit, and um, that would really suck. So, um, <laughs> no, my daughter yeah. wants to join the conversation. Yeah. Oh, what do you get to say? Um, what's what's so, her yeah. opinions on a diversified portfolio and investing in games? <laughs> Yeah, but we also said um, it's probably also an investment, you know, in the whole Minecraft community uh, to win them over as customers. Um, so you don't probably don't want to mess with them too much and really mess stuff up. I mean, um, I yeah. think that I would not be shocked if they did something like that, like four releases no. a year, and you have to pay, mm -hmm. you know, five bucks for each release, like four ninety nine. Oh, that would be so horrible. It's like a seasonal release. Here's the summer release. Yeah. Here's the you know winter release. The Christmas. Re I get. I almost put put money that that's going to happen eventually. People would say Notch promised it. Notch promised it. But yeah, I think basically all Notch ever promised in that some sort is not. You know, forget that. 
Right. Uh, you think they point. even have a list of the customers that bought during Alpha before Mojang was 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 yeah, a thing? Yeah, should they? God knows. <laughs> they should, sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm how much sure. of that type of stuff gets lost in a, in a company transition such as this? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Dinobo's mentioned something about people being alpha um, customers before. You think so? I, th- I think yeah. so. I could be mistaken, but I, I, I think Because I, I remember so. Mark telling me one time, whenever they changed over the systems, um, and yeah, in fact, I remember Mark definitely telling me this because it was at PlayOnCon. They changed over the systems to where your email address. Remember, you, remember, you had to make a Mojang account. Yeah. And he mm. said once once you make that, there is no longer a record of when you bought the game. That um, could be true. Yeah. But mm. uh, but they don't ever plan on forcing you to buy something in the future, anyways. So it was almost like, well, we're not going to ever ask you this, so we don't need to keep that record. But now that they've sold the company, that shit's not. That's not. That's like a friendly agreement. If your friend doesn't sign the contract, then you can't fucking enforce it. Like, yeah, I mean, the the positive thing about that we lost the footage is, um, to be honest, our outlook was a bit doomy, you know. In the end, I I I would have liked to leave with a more positive note. So you yeah, know, I, I think we got a bit we got a bit hung up on on, on poor old yeah poor uh, old notch really. Yeah, like uh, what do you think positive could come out of that? Um, other than like obvious things that I don't know, we might see more money pumped into development or so yeah i think that that's that's what we're really hoping for i think it's, it's more more people in the team more support for the for the dev team more updates uh, and of course the the api for the would you like lately when i was this afternoon i was thinking about maybe they also picked themselves some posted boys basically you know certain established sub brands which would also be for example minecraft um, which could become a, a sub-brand for them somehow marketed. Maybe there could be uh, a TV, uh, you know, a cartoon show, Minecraft, <laughs> Minecraft, uh, made by, uh, you know, or action figures p- produced by Microsoft. I don't know how much they want to, you know, that's just a theory, but how much they want to engage with the community. Maybe they even take it to the next level. You want your dog brand Xbox, don't you? No, but imagine, you know. (laughs) That would be a way. There is a lot of marketing and sub-brands going on in Minecraft. Maybe they want a piece of that as well, you know, and say, uh, I don't know. If you work with Minecraft, you got to work with us and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not saying that they won't disallow YouTube videos. I that would be basically a, the, the killing blow, in my opinion, at least for Minecraft, or a big blow. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think if they did that, it, it would uh, shut the game immensely. Mm-hmm. But maybe that will happen too. You know how far they want to reach in. You know, in the whole ecosystem, what's going to happen with servers? You know, how are they well, going to do that? Lic- licensed servers? We we we. we Suggested maybe you know. Right. Well, that's my yes. biggest my biggest qualm. And I said this a minute ago was with in the last year with Mojang. The only problem I've had is their business side of things. I, I mm-hmm. you know, like looking at all the mind cons, I keep saying, well, this one's gotten better. This one's gotten better, and I keep telling. I'm, it's almost like I'm I'm, a, I'm an abused person or something where I'm like convincing myself <laughs> mm-hmm. that I need to maintain this relationship. But uh, it's it's like yeah, each mind con gets slightly better, but it's still not done on a level. Of like a, a packs or something like that, right? Especially for yeah, I mean, a community as big as Minecraft. So I'm hoping yeah. that you know, with Microsoft owning this, that the business side of things will start making more sense, like licensing, like you were saying, mm. for multiplayer servers and just just things from yeah, the I mean, business point of view. That the Mojang always said, "Well, we're an indie company. Well, you can't you can't say that anymore." So now, now yeah. you know, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with with the whole thing about the conventions, it, it's you know how how many copies are they sold? Fifty million copies, and you have a convention once a year with six thousand tickets. It, it it doesn't make any sense. They should be putting out these massive conventions that, that people go to. There should be more stuff to do while you're there, and people should be. Yeah, companies will be lining up around the block to get some of that action. I mean, we saw some good examples. I, I, fifty-two, for example, yeah. brilliant convention, and they turn a profit. You know, it's not like <laughs> that. It is impossible, and yeah, and that's small compared to a lot of. Them. Yeah, but I think you know, for servers, we could see something happening that maybe gives the whole rattled server community another chance. That would be some sort of certified server network for Minecraft. You know, you can apply. Yeah. Um, this is also a way uh, how certain EULA rules could be enforced or whatever. And you get certified and you get included in some kind of uh, yeah, monetary system. You know, that transactions on the servers are done in a, in a certain currency. In yeah, Minecoin, I think that, that's, in, the, that's the thing that Gabe mentioned yeah. that, that we really need to bring into this. Yeah, so, mine not, coins or yeah. something, you know, yeah. and then it's a server-wide currency and uh, there is no pay to win, but there is some kind of micro transactions which our people already are used to, kind yeah. of. And then, then maybe they take a, a, a percentage. They take a cut of that. You know. Yeah, I just want to point so, out to everyone too. Yeah, I know, I, I know, I told us in the lost footage, but uh, the uh, the blog post that uh, I was so <laughs> critical of with the Eula and stuff, and everyone said, "No, it's fine. Mojang's going to uphold that." Well, now those blog posts uh, really don't mean shit because the blog posts are not legally enforceable, and now Microsoft owns them, so you cannot rely on this company's word to be kept. So just just want to point that out. That's yeah, all. in a positive <laughs> and negative aspect. <laughs> Yeah, I find it. I find it quite quite interesting on on the subreddit, where when this news first came out on Monday and everybody was talking. And I look, I've grown up in this era of Microsoft was bad. It was the big bad bogeyman. It was you know, it was had a monopoly on everything and all this. And now it's got to the point where people are saying, "Oh yeah, I'm quite glad Microsoft have bought this because of this." And I'm saying, "Well, you know, you've got to be careful. We we don't know what their plans are. They could take the YouTube money. They could shut the company down. We don't know what their plans are." And everybody's like, "No, they're Microsoft. You know, they let Red and Blue sell DVDs, so they've got to be okay." And it's it's like an almost a, a, a U-turn in how good or bad Microsoft are as a company. Well, maybe they learned as well. I mean, you know, a lot of people still, uh, you know, say they messed up Rare and uh, Rareware back in the days and other mm. stuff um, and mm -hmm. other things, uh, you know, they have in their track record. Oh, I forgot about Rare. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, that was like 12 years ago too, right? Long time ago. Um, I also think the community evolved. You also briefly talked about it. I think there's also more younger guys and the guys of the gaming industry of Microsoft I got to know were mostly um, young, um, you know, driven engineers, gaming developers, guys of the gaming scene, basically. So I would expect they at least have a, some sort of knowledge base by now and are not complete, you know, yeah, weirdos. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I mean. the thing is, like, we, I mean, you give them a pass on Rareware because it was like 12 years ago or whatever, but then, like, look at how they handled Xbox. Like, they... Like, their Xbox sales are shit because of how they handled that with the gaming community. <laughs> um, that's why PlayStation yeah, right. is doing better. So then that was that just happened. So I still don't feel like Microsoft has a complete grasp on the gaming Again, community. Yeah, that's the thing, because, like, the PlayStation yeah. Network's free and Microsoft True. you have to pay for. And... They just learned, but hey, dude, like, everything played in the hands of play PlayStation as well. You know, remember that how to share games uh, on, on PlayStation and, you know, this whole thing. I mean... 
was a complete failure and I hopefully they learned from that the guy says in the video and yeah we want to learn a lot from the guys at Mojang as well you know that's what he <laughs> says so I don't know how, how they plan to transition that knowledge how to be a cool company into Microsoft now I don't know there's much to learn you got to act <laughs> so I think I think we will agree that basically if um if the best option would be for them to pump a little bit of money into Mo into Mojang and generally leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be great. Yeah. I don't. I don't necessarily agree that they need to pump out content quicker. I think that the pace that Mojang. No, that's just content, my selfish needs. <laughs> yeah. See, like I think that if they had added every single thing you see in like Feed the Beast into Minecraft, that the game would have died a long time ago because it would have been overwhelming. I think one of the things that that works about Minecraft is that it's easily accessible to any person that picks it up, young or old, especially young. Um, and so I think putting tons of content on this game doesn't necessarily make it a better game. Yeah, definitely right. But you know, people like Dinnerbone, they held that shit together. I had lengthy discussions with Dinnerbone about all kinds of stuff where I wanted more, more, do this, this. And he always said, no, we don't need that. And then we also discussed with him about stuff in the Minecraft chat. And I think he, people like that is who are the heart of the game, you know? Right. They know what's up, they know what, to need, what they need to do with Minecraft. And if Microsoft respects that, and understands that if that is what they mean by learning from Mojang, when they say, "Hey, you guys know what you what the fuck you're doing," you know, we're not gonna mess with you. Then it's good if they try to, I don't know, put all kinds of dev teams in there. But I think the structure is gonna stay the same. Maybe the guys that working on the Xbox version, you know, they have to deal with more um, Microsoftiness in their workspace. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, guess. I always remember a thing that Dinnerbone said. I think it was pretty much just after he joined Mojang, which was he'd like to watch uh, Let's Play videos of, of his game because it let him see how people were playing the game. He could see uh, what, what they were doing that he hadn't possibly thought of or the things that were failing mm. that he thought would work. And that always stuck with me because that was like, a really good attitude to have uh, as, mm. a, as a developer. Yeah, I mean... The core team needs to stick together, and I hope those guys guys feel good, you know, and don't feel too insecure now, and want to run away or whatever. So far, now nobody had, you know, did give any hints to that and said, okay, I'm bailing, it sucks or so. Um, but yeah, let's just hope they stick together and we can still communicate the way we did before. You know, community is also strong. I'm already trigger happy, you know, when you know I'm ready, like <laughs> I'm I'm chilling. I'm sending back and all. I'm not gonna. I'm ready to rile up the troops or whatever. But I swear, I'm sensitive with my Minecraft. And if if I would feel it goes too crazy, I would at least start to riot. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> you know what it, what it could in the face. do. I don't know what it could do, but um, I think it's a sensitive topic. It's the first big investment of the CEO of the new CEO. Yes. You know, and then when all of a sudden a gigantic shitstorm breaks out about stuff. He'd be not so happy. Yeah, he, ba he babysit, babysit that thing. This, this, is, this is the problem. It's, it's an unknown because of him. Um, and it could be, does he want to uh, impress the, the, the shareholders of, of Microsoft by you know, stripping the company and selling it and making a quick profit? Does he want to you know, get new, younger fans in of Microsoft? We don't know how he's going to play it. And I think that's the big, the big worry. Who oh. are we talking about? 
the the new CEO of Microsoft. Yeah. How long has What's, he been the CEO? Not so long, half a year or something. Yeah, he's not been in at all. This is, as I say, this is his first big deal. Well, you know, it's not not just Notch that's leaving Mojang either. It's Carl and Jacob as well. And Carl's been CEO for the last, I mean, you know, forever. He's the only CEO the company's ever had. So, uh, you know, is he he Notch's mate? uh, Ex colleague or something? Oh, yeah, 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 sorry. Forgot mates used differently. In <laughs> what? what are you saying to me right now? He's um, <laughs> my friend and my lover too. Uh, oh, um, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So I mean, like, but you know, the, the people that have decided the direction of that company is are all gone. All, all, all that's hmm. left are the developers, right? So yeah. it's, I don't know. Mm, there will weird. be scrambling now. You know, there definitely will be some scrambling. The thing is, many positions in the company were probably also set in stone because of the solid structures that were there, you know. Um, I mean, and I think some people might also be asked, what have you been doing for our company, you know, over the last years? Well, I know that Uh, Mojang even had a hard time with that. I remember Mark telling me, oh, God, I forgot about the thing. Oh, yeah. So, so, damn it, this is not as funny as the second time. (laughs) Shard before in a moment. Yeah, so it's really funny that Mark had to move from Seattle all the way to Sweden to work for the company yeah. recently, and now he's got to move back to Seattle because Microsoft bought it. <laughs> it was way funnier the first possibly. time. Possibly, yeah, possibly. <laughs> I just, I kind of hope he does have to. Anyways, because I'm an asshole. But no, I remember Mark telling me whenever he went to Sweden one time for an evaluation, they were like, "What? What do you do exactly?" He's like, "I handle all your customer support." Uh, so mm. I think even Mojang had a had, had a hard time knowing what everyone was doing in their company. So there probably will be some of those moments, and uh, it probably won't be as easy on the employee to explain to new corporate no. overhead, you know, what exactly they do. Yeah, normally those things happen, right? If a company takes over, they go in and uh, ask, describe your job for me, and then they decide if this guy is important or not, or does he need a new challenge? I make right. sure the Nerf guns are fully loaded on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, something like that. I mean, for some people, they're quite elusive around Mojang, you have to say. I mean, don't want to <laughs> no call any, any names here, but uh, yeah. you, you sometimes wonder, <laughs> what is this and this person's job? He's somehow at Mojang, but you can't really tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah. we should probably yeah, yeah let's do it. But uh, as, as I do, um, assuming that Notch gets $1.6 in cash, that mm. would put him on the Forbes rich list at number... Do you want to have a guess? Um, in the eighties, I was gonna say like two hundred. <laughs> okay, he said. 15. I said fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, Eleven hundred. Wow! Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Poor sucker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Get yeah, job. Talking about it, wait. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so. but I'll be good. I will be good. Yeah. We see some good stuff happening probably as well. For the shortest time, don't panic, people. We will not see much happening. No. But we'll see something. And I, I, I think the good thing is Notch can go away and he can write his little code experiments. And, and whenever, it's every, about yeah. <laughs> whenever it's somehow remotely successful, he will abandon it right away. It's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It would be amusing yeah. if, he, if he didn't write something and it became successful yeah. and he sold it again. For you know, he codes something, you just go to his stream and go like, hey man, I like that. That could be a success. <laughs> Hands off. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> Whatever he codes is going to be this massive success. And it's like, no, I don't want it. And he's just code something else. Massive success. 
you know, before he had this blockage, kind of, you know, now he's sweeping one success after the other and doesn't want it even. <laughs> that would be kind of hilarious. That's what you get for leaving for abandoning Minecraft, sucker. Ultimate creativity. <laughs> So, um, oh, talking of, of lots of money, uh, mm. Apple have uh, released a lot of information the other week, which because we won't, we didn't do a thing last week, did we? Mm. Um, and they've released iPhone six uh, details and their watch uh, and other such crap. But um, the iPhone, <laughs> iPhone six pre-orders in the first twenty four hours have had four million pre-orders. What? Wow. What? <laughs> crazy this phenomenon i'm kind of sad they made the phone bigger i don't know what to do now because i want okay my plan was to get the new phone and get my mom my my mom my god damn it that's a freudian slip i guess my wife uh (laughs) my uh my old my old uh um iphone but i don't want a bigger phone like i i have the samsung <laughs> note and i don't like it it's there's, too there's big. different sizes goo there's oh. different sizes no yeah but both of the iphones are bigger pause the the five the the, the six and the six plus they're both way bigger than the regular iphone i just i, heard, I like my i like the iphone the size it is it's perfect size i for have me. something bad i heard it has a sucky camera and one photo was photoshopped to make the camera look like you know flush with the case and it's not really the case Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Conspiracy theory. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, changed some, they changed some photos. They said the camera on it like is is looking not nice because it kind of you know stands out a bit from the case. And mm. they obviously changed something at the photo, so the camera looks. Oh, nice the camera lens. Flash. You mean? Yeah, yeah, the camera. Yeah, lens. like how it protrudes from the the case actually. No one. Pictures. Good word. That's oh, what I want to say. Just kind of weird. Protrude. Word of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. The, see, I used to like the the iPhone five shape and the, the flat sides. I, I thought that was quite pleasing to look at and touch. And now the new six, it, it just looks like a, a, a normal Samsung. It looks six. pretty Samsungy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's that that was an iconic design. It seems to have been taken away. The new big thing is going to be Windows phones now. Didn't you hear? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard yeah. they got Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. So okay. who talks about the iPhone? Why didn't they just buy them? They could have just thrown money at Would you get a white one or a black it. one then, good? I'm not getting either. They're too big now. <laughs> I'm really one. disappointed by the size change. Like, I wish they could have just kept the size. Like, I understand why they're doing it because everyone always says, oh, I want an Android phone because it's got a bigger screen. And so that's what the majority want. But I'm in the minority here and I'm not, I don't like my Samsung phone. It's too damn big. It's too wide. Dude, 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 you just buy an iPhone 6 and then you can put it in your pocket and you never have to take it out because you've got your iPhone watch. Exactly. I wish I could wear a watch. I want to I want I want to have a smartwatch so bad because I want like like whenever we're at conventions, I always text <laughs> Chad because I know that the text is gonna vibrate his wrist and he's gonna know that I text him. Because you text pause, <laughs> you're not gonna hear back. Text Sevenus, not gonna hear back. You text Chad, <laughs> you hear back because his fucking wrist vibrates. <laughs> All right, what you do is you take you buy one, you take the strap off, you get a bit Wait. of string, you tie it around your cock ring, and then everything's happened. <laughs> And then you just I, thought Seb all had the, I thought Seb had the watch. Seb probably has a watch too. He used to have a Galaxy watch for sure. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he wears it that much. I know Chad wears it. Hmm. I text Chad. Ah, if okay. Sevidus has okay. one, and he because he never texts back either. So if if Sevidus has a watch, he's just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, uh, oh, calling you out. So, um, also on the iPhone six is the near was it NFC near field? Right. What is it? Charge yeah, not charge. What does it stand for? Uh, near field communication. Maybe? Communication. That's it. Yeah. Um, so they got Apple Pay, uh, but the NFC chip is only for Apple Pay. It will not handle any other. Are you system. fucking serious? Mm. Apple. Who the hell oh. uses Apple Pay? I didn't even know that. It Nobody. Well, it didn't exist before now because <laughs> they didn't have NFC okay. built into their phones. But related to this is Walmart and Best Buy will not be putting in the machinery needed to use Apple Pay at their tills. So I mean, nobody at Walmart's going to have an Apple phone anyway. But... Take that. Apple um, <laughs> they, uh, wait, it doesn't <laughs> work with other NFC paying nope. Nope. kiosks? Nope. And every, every retail unit that takes the NFC payment is $500 to purchase. Which is why they're not doing it. This is really uh. fucking dumb. <laughs> it's, it's all it's all gonna change. It's all gonna change. Remember when Apple, the iPhone Apple came gets out? away with a lot of stuff, man. They pay two percent taxes for all per you know stuff they did in Europe this year in average. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, what were you so when the iPhone originally came out, it was all it was all AT and T only, if you recall. Yes, right so now it's all opened up. You could be on anything, but back in the beginning, you could even be on like a GoPhone thing where you could just pay as you go. Yeah, well, and they murdered that. I never had an iPhone, so I can never really say if it's really good or bad. But is it? It must be good. There cannot only be some sort of hype hype for this product. It must have some advantages over other stuff. Of course, that of course. Four you've, million you've people. Both, haven't you? I have both. Huh? I, I have both currently. I have as well. Uh, and I um, prefer the iPhone to my Android phone. The only the only advantages I that I see in the Android phone that I that I frequently like are the widgets, and that's something that's been added in the new iPhone. Except the new iPhone's too damn big. <laughs> I think pause was only here for like three seconds too. He's yeah. he's gone again. It's good to try. Oh wait, my 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 mic was muted. I don't know why I was muted. Oh, because I was taking a drink of coffee. Uh, I, th I think that the reason why iPhones are really popular is they're super user-friendly. Like, I myself, I just recently purchased the Samsung Galaxy Note 3 last year, and I probably... No, no, I love the size. I love the size. Um, And also, good. I just want to quickly point out that the iPhone 6 is only 0.7 inches bigger than the iPhone 5, so... 0.7. really... No, difference. wait, wait, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's 5.5 inches, inches. The current screen's 5 inches, inches can right? can be a major difference. No, the iPhone iPhone 5S is 4 inches, the iPhone 6 is 4.7 inches. I thought the smallest iPhone 6 was 5.5 inches. No, that's the iPhone 6 Plus. Oh, is it? It feel, yeah. Okay, I have to say one thing, like when, um, when you, it feels good to hold an iPhone. Right? It feels a bit more solid than, um... Oh, it did. My Samsung phones. It, at least the last ones I was holding. Yes. Yeah, because they, nice they were the nice, you know, uh, uh, aluminium milled sides. For the American people. Yeah. Uh, In case you didn't understand. But, yeah. but, but this new one, it's got all the slopey sides, so it might not feel any different. Mm. I, I liked the original one with the slopey sides. The round iPhone 1. It weighed like five pounds. <laughs> it kill someone if you threw it at them. It was really a nice... Building. Solid, yeah. A lot of nice. uh, with Apple is definitely also marketing. I mean, that's for I, sure, I or lifestyle, or whatever it is. I found it funny because uh, on Twitter, it's like while the the whole live stream for Apple was going on, Samsung was promoting their phone via tweets and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, didn't didn't they have yeah. a bit of a problem with the stream as well? They can 
stream guy. Mm, I, I, big, big showman, that's for sure. One thing I didn't like is I wanted, like, I wanted to. I didn't personally want to watch it, but I, you know, I was like interested. But uh, Andrea wanted to watch it because she likes iPhones and all that. But she couldn't watch it because she didn't use uh, a proper operating system, which yeah, was kind of weird. There were ways like, around it, but they, they yeah, uh, but had I, streams I only just, watchable in Apple ways or something. That's so oh, so silly because like there's people who own iPhones and you know are really excited about like you know the mobile devices, but don't have the PCs or anything. Yeah, yeah. I feel I mean, weird that you're excluding. It's also watch watch on your iPhone, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that I think it's crap that you can't watch it on. No, no. The whole yeah. thing of these these promo selling things is that you want to bring new people in, and if they can't see it. Made me feel yeah, so has an Apple. Also, Apple's you know, always been a, always been about the cult, haven't they? Yeah. It's also high priced, you know. I mean, sure, the laptops are kind of cool, but they're damn expensive, man. They and are. you know, uh, and forcing everyone to get, I mean, that won't help. I mean, only people <laughs> that can really afford it will buy it. If you cannot afford a MacBook, you will buy a normal PC. I mean, it's still some kind of trendy thing, you know. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm kind of. a I, I really enjoy my, the Apple products I have, but I wouldn't own one of their laptops. Like, every time I've used one of their laptops, it's, it doesn't, I don't know. Maybe I don't it's like just, the one it's button, foreign to the me, I guess. weird. Mm. Yeah. I, and double clicking. my opinion on... Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's yeah, it. Just yeah. The whole, like, two-finger double... Anyways, yeah, go ahead, Kyler. Well, I mean, whenever I, use a, whenever I use a Mac or anything, I always plug a real mouse into it. Yeah, because it'll take a real mouse and it behaves just like it's. I mean, I, to, I used to uh, do that back in you know OS seven. Yeah. You know, was the I early days yeah. when I was a graphic designer. You just go out and get a new mouse and plug that in because the, the Apple mouse was a horrible thing to use. Yeah, I see. yeah fuck that one button bullshit. No yeah. way. Okay. Although gestures are pretty cool with the on the on the Mac uh, MacBook Pros and stuff like that, or any of the mm. MacBooks. I, I did yeah. like gestures; those were handy. But um, my experience with every Mac product or Apple product that I've ever had, whether it was the iPod or the first iPhone that I got or MacBook or anything. It's just like really high arc in the beginning and then it just sort of peters off from there. Just slowly but surely it starts to chip away like, oh, you know, this thing isn't that great. Eventually, like, you just I just stop using them after a while. Like, the iPhone was like that for me. It just, it's awesome. It's really awesome right at the beginning. But it's a walled garden sort of thing. (laughs) So, after a while, you're just like, man, I can't do anything with this. Eh, you know. And then, yeah. and then you jailbreak it, or you just put it in a drawer and never look at it again. Right. The two, the two people that I know that have MacBooks are Blue, which she uses for technical coding stuff, and Pyro, who uses it for technical coding stuff. And he installs Windows on it. <laughs> <laughs> he has, I think yeah. he has Windows eight on it, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Dual boot. Yeah. There's yeah. a. There is definitely a, like the coders that I know that code for Apple stuff are like they are drinking the Kool-Aid, they will die for Apple, you know, like they are way deeply worshipping the Apple. And I don't know yeah, what caused right. that, I don't know what it is, but they definitely yeah. there's this belief that it's better than yeah, anything yeah. else. And this belief also, you know, is transferred to the public. That's why it's a really successful brand, and I guess every other brand wants to know what their secret was. God knows how they did it, but uh, I think a lot of people working for Apple are also really dedicated, yeah, because at least they act like that in public, because a lot of people I talk to who work for Apple, like whenever I said something, yeah, but this and that was not so cool, what? Tell me something (laughs) else that is better, you know, it's like, 
well, okay. Right. This is. <laughs> I mean, the, the funny thing is, is, is I used to be there, and Coe's probably had this as well. But where, when before, before they went to the Intel chips, and they they were the old the old Macs, they used to be the only thing you could use for graphic design. They were just miles ahead right. of anything else. And so you were always, yeah. If I'm doing this, I'm I'm using a Mac. You know. And, and well, again, though, that was that was more Apple psychosis stuff because I remember I've never been a Mac person. Um, and I always felt that you could do everything on Windows just as well. But I, I definitely will acknowledge that I was sort of lonely in that camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think the hardware was, was probably a little better at, at the time. <laughs> There's but, things that Apple did first that other people couldn't do because yeah. they, they patented it. Like the, the font stuff. The reason that Apple has amazing looking fonts is because... They don't let anybody else do fonts. Everybody else has to hack their way around, but from what I understand, they patented their method of, of rendering fonts mm. so that nobody else could do it. You know, that mm. sort of stuff. That's why it looks yeah, better. Also, part of their success is their fairly aggressive policy, you know, put to protect their assets in all kinds of ways. I mean, not every company is so ruthless when it comes to yeah, pursuing their goals. They're pretty yeah, straightforward, too. I feel like the the biggest thing for them that works in their favor is the fact that they have that walled garden that they've created mm. where they can cheat in ways that other people can't. It's just like with game consoles, uh, sort of, because they can do things that you could never do on like Windows or especially not on an open platform like uh, Linux or, or Android or something like that, mm. where you know that you're going to have this wireless card, this motherboard, yes. this CPU, this video mm-hmm. card. So you can optimize for all those specific things because you never yeah. have to worry that, about that there was, being a different one. That was jobs yeah. doing because they used to have power PCs and stuff where they, they'd licensed out the hardware and, and they get third comp- third-party companies well, building them. And then they, he they said, specifically had those. They, they, had the power, they still had the power PC uh, yeah. CPU for a very long time because it was specifically made for them. Yeah, yeah, and then, um, then Steve Jobs said, you know, right, we're going to cut the range down because you, you didn't know what, yeah. there were so many uh, models out there, you didn't know what there was, and he cut it down to uh, it's an entry-level desktop, an entry-level laptop, a professional desktop and a professional laptop, and he st- stuck it down to that, and that's where they stayed. And I think the fact that when they got Johnny Ison to, to put all the his design work into it. And they've actually t- took this leap to say, okay, we will use this milled aluminium aluminum. Um, it's, ex- it's more expensive to build a product, but you get a better product out of it and a better looking one and a better feeling one. I think that's where they made mm. that step into being, you know, this completely different. And they've also been innovative. I mean, yeah. you know, that's, that's one thing that uh, you cannot forget about Apple. They've definitely been always innovators. I mean, with the tablets and stuff, they've been pretty early in other trends, you know. So question is, did they make the trends then or? Yeah. Right, right. They definitely, yeah, mm. I have to thank them for what they did for the world of cell phones because before the iPhone, and I feel like people don't really remember this, but cell phones were shit. shit. <laughs> they were yeah. awful. We are I mean, old just, enough to they, know, man. We are old yeah. enough to know. The kids uh, nowadays, they don't know. They didn't have these old Nokia bones where you could murder a person when you <laughs> dropped it. Right, right. I, I had a friend who dropped his mobile phone out of his uh, work van, and the van ran it over, and he got out and picked it up, and it started ringing. 
And the X that, that's, that's how phones were back then. Well, yeah. okay, okay. I mean, there Some, is that aspect Steve, of since they were simpler, they were more durable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My but iPhone the, dropped like four stories through an elevator shaft and still worked. And I flushed the same toilet, or the, the same phone in the toilet. <laughs> and I flushed the same toilet. Yeah, I flushed the same toilet. It was unrelated, but I wanted to mention it. But um, yeah, that's uh, going to find death. Okay, the, the iPhone wasn't the first phone to have a full full face screen, though, touch yeah. touchscreen, was it? It right. was just they popularized it. Well, no, no, no. I mean, in terms of they 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 were the first ones to do a lot of things in terms of of making a phone more like a computer that you could like easily do things. Like, I mean, just adding somebody's fucking number. In old phones, it was like, you know what? I actually, I, I don't even, I, don't, I only met you once. I don't want your number. It's way too hard. I'm out. Like, it was so difficult to do. Typing was a big pain in the ass. I had know? a Palm phone forever. Like, before, mm. I had a Palm phone before I, I at the, the first iPhone came out. And I really liked that phone. I really liked the keyboard because it wasn't on the screen. Yeah. I had a hard time switching to the iPhone keyboard because it wasn't, it wasn't, it was a digital keyboard instead of a real one. But my Palm phone, I really liked it. But that, yeah, that, Palm, that's all. They, they went down. They, they're they're dead now. They're gone. They're dead, dude. Yeah. yeah. But, they were big, man. But yeah, all those flip, like texting on those flip phones where it's like you got to hit three, four times to get the B or yeah. whatever. Or not, not B. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, I remember yeah. those. Like, I would see those phones on display and stuff, but they always seemed like. Well, they were called, they were called PDAs at the time, right? They weren't really considered. Well, no, because PDAs don't have cell phone connectivity, basically. It's the only difference. But that's like like the closest ancestor to something like the iPhone. Yeah. As opposed to really cell phones. It's like sort of a mating of the two, I guess. Yeah. Do you remember the iPack? You see, that was was not even an Apple thing. Mm. Because that's how innovative they are. They stole someone else's name. Well, Apple Apple had Watson, right? Wasn't that their um, Mm. PDA? they They had Newton as well, but. Or sorry, Newton. Newton. Newton was the one I was thinking Newton, of. Yeah. That was, yeah, I still have one of those. Was it Newton? Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. It's a little, little tiny handheld. It was not Net. tiny. Tiny is not it, the right word. It was one step up from the Filofax. Yeah. Yeah. Tiny for the time, maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah. But that was they. They killed that when they came out with the iPod. And then. And that really revolutionized the music industry too, right? Because yeah, I mean, the, the I pretty iPod, much stopped the, the pirating iPod. music as a result of yeah. iTunes. It, it made it yeah, easy the enough iPod that no the one was iTunes, That I think that was their big, big thing then when they hit the iTunes uh, and iPod thing. That took took off and made them a shit ton of money. But again, you know, it's not them inventing it; it's them no. popularizing marketing it. it probably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's mm. I guess like it's and that's not, not a criticism. No. Well, I mean, it's important though. I think people. I think people have a tendency to, to sort of marginalize stuff if it's not like the original invention. But often, okay. the original invention of something is yeah. not very good. No, I mean it's important. It's certainly important, but Look. it's not the best. Oh man, version. Co- Co- talking Co- about that, guys. We have this crazy TV show a bit a bit <laughs> off of the thing, but it's called in the in the lion's den, basically. So uh, there's some rich guys for investors. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. We have and that you have to, Shark yeah, you Tank. Have to, yeah, you have to come. Yeah, Shark Tank. Okay. You have to come in right. and sell your idea. So well, they had this big marketing shit and blah, blah, blah going on. And in the end, now today, I was reading a, a report where they say most of the deals that were actually negotiated in front of the camera never really came. No, no. That's the same came, as well. came true. And it was right. like, it's so shitty. And I guess... Um, 
it's often like that in, in, in the real business world too. I mean, yeah, and you see you some know, of the guys they rejected, they turn around, they make yeah. massively successful companies. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe you know, yeah, talk to the wrong people. You don't get a financial push. Someone else gets it because he can can convince the investor more because yeah. you always need investors. And then the yeah. idea explodes, although someone else maybe had it better even. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, yeah. uh, Kodak invented the digital camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, digital cameras are everywhere. Kodak has folded. Right. You know? Kodak doesn't really get credit for no. for that. Thing. But I think, that, again, their problem was they the they strate- invented strategical it. Strategical mistake. They, they didn't see the yeah. They didn't see the yes. potential in it, and they didn't yeah. push it. They said well, it, what, nah, it's not going to happen. But yeah, what Apple always has done—that's their strength—is they take something that already exists because there were already MP3 players at the time. There was yeah. the Nomad. Mm, and and whatever else, there was a number of others. I think Sony had their. Uh, that was around when Sony was trying to make uh, mini disc, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really wanted mini disc. I work. had one like, of these, man. Yeah, yeah it was also <laughs> in games, wasn't it? Wasn't it like in uh, like Metal Gear Solid or something or I don't know. something? There was there was yeah. definitely some games where they had like, oh, what's this mini disc? <laughs> this is really cool, <laughs> like that kind of thing. Uh, but. Yeah. I think they kept with that as well with the with the PSP, didn't they? The, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pirate the, just um, joined us with his webcam on. Okay. Stop winking, son. <laughs> they they take something that exists that's like that's not really, I don't know. Like it's just sort of it's still new. It's still trying to find its place, and they boil it down to yeah. Yeah. what are the elements that are the most like? How do you make this? Extremely usable, extremely easy. You know, all that crap that Jobs used to say. Whenever he would come out, he would always do that. He would explain exactly, basically, the process of, like, how can we make this so that your grandma could... Yeah, I mean, their marketing thing in the early days was, you know, a a six-year-old child can take this computer out of the box and assemble it and get it running. Right. It's 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 like a puzzle to solve where you take, you know, a computer or a tablet or a phone is a big pile of functions and you just look at it and go, well, how can I how can I boil this all down to just the simplest set of button presses to, that you could use this and, and make it accessible to the most people possible? I hate Apple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Apple actually, and I I won't talk because I go on a rant. Uh, well, we've pretty much been doing that for. But you've already did so. Yeah, I love Apple. So let's, let's step away from Apple. Um, <laughs> Goo, you still recording? Yes, yes. God damn it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so talking talking of old things, um Blizzard are taking the old login names of people that haven't logged in since I think two thousand eight and are basically taking them back because there's some good names there apparently and then they're gonna let people buy those. Some uh, good names. Yeah. Well, I think in the early days, yeah, there's a lot of, lot of choices. Those? How much are we talking here? Uh, they haven't said that. They haven't well, they fucking that. stole good from me years ago, so they 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 haven't been waiting around to do. They they did they did this shit a while back. You, you want a good on Borderfish? Just go let them know, and they'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> My character's name is Good X Y Z. I guess I need to log in, make sure I can save that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you've not logged in since November thirteenth, two thousand eight, and you want to keep your character, log in before November this year. I, I mean, that sucks. That somehow sucks, but on the other hand, might be cool because <laughs> there's also some people just holding on to accounts named troll others. Yeah, I mean, it's a six years. You haven't paid it in six years. So do you really care? Mm. I, I feel for for your situation, good, because I've had. I've had that on a couple of services, but at the same time, I also feel like there's like probably who knows how many 
names, probably millions and millions of names just gone unused yeah. that nobody can take because right. of that. So, yeah, and when they say good names, I oh, guess yeah. there's also some, you know, some some of the names that get picked first when the game gets yeah. opened, like Lieutenant Cool and stuff like Lieutenant that. Lieutenant Cool, that's the first <laughs> one that came to your mind. You <laughs> sit starting on an MMO and it's like, oh, I'm going to name myself Lieutenant Cool. I mean, Paul's just got this problem in Twitter. It's Doc's alter identity. Yep. The, the guy Lieutenant does, cool. the guy has, he's just sitting on the pause and pause account. Yeah. Dude, I, don't, I don't care about that. I want to hear more about Lieutenant Cool here. <laughs> Some guy got a Doc M77 Instagram and I get asked five million times a week if that's me and if it's my freaking Instagram. Someone took my Twitter, Power Puncher. The tweet, mm. hey, Power Puncher, you want this? Contact me with no contact info. Right. Look at this. Game companies are actually following the pause and pause. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, like pause the situation, pyros. Like, there's services that I can't get that, that irritates me. Although, I have a number of people who are like, there's like Russian fans of Anders. Fan of Anders. <laughs> <laughs> if you search Andersil on Twitter, fan of Anders comes up first. <laughs> <laughs> And all of us have wrongly tweeted at the guy oh, before yeah. already, man. I swear. Yeah. Uh, wrong. Well, tag. the guy that stole my name on, on on World of Warcraft was actually impersonating me and getting people to give him <laughs> free shit in the game, saying that, "Oh, it's me. I've come back to the game." <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what yeah. A I sneaky have, bastard, man. <laughs> I have Russian Russian co-star who is basically, I guess, trying to be me, but in Russia. Kostarsky. Same skin. <laughs> Kostarsky. You know. he, takes, he takes my name, though. He takes my actual exact name. Another one that worries me is that there's this uh, Mexican DJ who calls himself DJ Costar. He's starting <laughs> to scare me because yeah, I keep seeing him pop up, and I'm like, I, I think Wait, I lose is this guy a in a Twitter fight. name called DJ Costar? DJ Costar, I'm one and I. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man, that's his second career. Oh, my God. I've followed this guy. I've got most of the things that uh, I think not matter. A, not a composition in, in Mexico. That's, <laughs> that's well, what uh, scares me about him is that he yeah. could become like a famous musician. Because he's, yeah. he, I guess, it looks like he's a successful DJ already. I see him like on flyers and shit with his yeah, you, wanna... you are not a DJ <laughs> think, Coaster. You think we get Coaster. DJ Coaster, the, the DJ at the next convention? We ever <laughs> <laughs> Yes, please. <laughs> Also, I'm just pointing this out. DJ Co-Star joined July 2010. You joined October 2010. So. Ooh, my. Oh, my. Oh, I've had this name, though, for like 15 years. So Prove it. Prove it. Yeah, to yeah prove it. Prove yeah. it. DJ Co-Star is a time traveler. He's had the name for I a aim, My aim account. No, my, my I probably ice. also cannot find <laughs> those homies back who gave me my Doc M name back 20 years ago in this barracks when we were playing basketball. <laughs> That'd be hard to prove. <laughs> Would they call you Lieutenant yeah. Cool? <laughs> First, I was Lieutenant Cool. That's how they, you know, how they, how they got oh, to. Oh man, that's the best <laughs> name. Man, I should have a YouTube channel. Oh man, it's gonna be taken now. I vote that our internal name for Doc from now on is just Lieutenant Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. Man. <laughs> could, could be a lot worse. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Oh, I'm tweeting God. DJ Coaster right now. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> Thanks for being in our podcast or what? <laughs> Happy birthday, DJ Coaster. Happy birthday, DJ Coaster. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. What's, I can't look at the dock out of fear that I'm going to stop recording. So, what's, <laughs> what's next? Oh, yeah. Um, hacker, hacker oh. and stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, there's uh, well, apparently Doom is used quite a lot in the hacker community when they are doing not not bad hacks, but what they call you know good security hacks. If they want to they want to expose a security loophole, um, they use Doom. And one guy has managed to get a Canon printer playing Doom on its. <laughs> Touchscreen. That thing was awesome. <laughs> Apparently, it's a little bit bitty, but um, but it is still recognisable as Doom. Uh, and I, I yeah, like. I like. All I can say is it's about time. <laughs> I've had this fucking printer sitting here forever doing nothing. <laughs> now I can play Doom. So mm-hmm. good. <laughs> what I speaking of printers, like, well, why are printers in this standage still so finicky to set up? Like. Oh, don't ask me, man. Hell. You know what? Oh. Apple needs to come printer? in and fucking make oh. a printer. Where's the printers yeah, at, Apple? Apple. You plug in and then you just hit print and that's it? Right, it just does yeah. it, man. Because I, 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 I understand your, your concern, Power. I've been trying to print a contract for two days. Oh. I've got it done, but, like, it was such bullshit. Like, because it's a printer and a scanner and a blow, auto blow. And, like, it's trying to do <laughs> everything. It just needs to do one thing, right? It'd be easier to hire a monk than so, a, a quill. Yeah. I swear to God, every time I want to print something, my girlfriend has the uh, printer, you know, at her computer. Yeah. So every time I want to print something, the ink is empty. Yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> I need to, like, tomorrow morning, I need to fly to freaking Berlin, need to print out my tickets and stuff. Nope. My, and what I'm is, there's a reason why, there's a reason why the ink costs more than the printer. All right. <laughs> go to the, you go to the store, you buy the printer for 30 bucks, the ink costs $40 minimum. Dude, and the damn things, they eat it up. They eat it, eat yeah. it like, up like a 50 well, they have expiration card. dates now, too. Like, you may, you may not even use your ink at yeah. all, and it will expire. Yeah. 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 What were you going to say, Coda? Tell us why. I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's just a, an urban myth or what. But I thought that the common knowledge with printers was that the, there was this whole planned obsolescence thing. So That's it's all not about an urban myth. It's been out. proven several times. And when I was at university, I had a, actually one of the professors there was his specializing was making things don't break <laughs> in <laughs> the long run, and he said right. it's definitely proven. That um, you know that some printers or some other electronic devices have inbuilt, you know, Time things that yeah that will break yeah. it eventually. So just why like, is that legal? Like I don't understand how that is. You, you're selling something that you know will break. What they say right? is, for example, you know they have a certain chipset in there, and they say the cost of this product only um, allows us to use such a high, uh, such so much money for this and this chip. It, with this chip, it comes when you use it over a certain time because it's a low-value chip or low-value chip. It will break eventually. Yeah. So legally, they will always find a loophole because nobody can really prove, you know, here. You know, they always okay. break. Yeah, then they just say, yeah, well, it's a design flaw we didn't know about or it's a weak part we had to use because of costs. Well, you could, you could show, though, that they, you know, the regularity of these things dying would, yeah. would mean more than it being just a design flaw they didn't know about. Like Wasn't that's there how a, Vi- a Vice documentary about it as well, or somebody they took Ooh. their printer to a Vice? I think I'd watch that. I'll I'll look for that. That yeah, sounds I good. Th- somebody took, uh, yeah, they took their printer to the to the thing, and then they, yeah, they could fix it, and it was actually yeah, just this one chip that was tripped, and you had it was an yeah. easy fix, and yeah, whatever story. Crazy. I don't know. I don't know if all all of them do it. You know. Yeah, just a few. Each, every like company does it. No idea. Most well, of I know. I've, I've gone through. I've gone through a number of thirty-dollar printers now. It just seems like after you know, yeah, yeah it's just or whatever. Does anybody have a, do have a laser one? They have I, one at I, university. I used. Is it? How long do, the, do those uh, do those last? 
how long do those last? Are they also going like dry after like? Yeah, but they're no, because they're they're expensive oh, no, machines. No, no, no. The I one think... that I got, I is is a brother, and I got it secondhand, so I have no idea how old it is. I think it's pretty old, like mm. four or five how, years. Household and... inkjet printers are are based on a, uh, built on a very very low budget because all the money comes from the ink cartridge sales. So yeah, right. you get shitty products. You get you get plastic cogs that that, that drip, and they they strip. Oh. Um, and it's yeah, it's, it's built to the lowest possible cost. That's why they don't last. Things like the lasers uh, and, and stuff like that—they're usually a more professional machine, so they're usually more expensive to buy, and they will last longer. Yeah, the ink, the ink cartridges for this thing are a hundred to one hundred fifty dollars a pop. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the the thing is, like with the printer, you know, for my case, you know, I don't need it every day. I'm not printing out shit like crazy. But whenever I want to print something, the damn thing doesn't work. Yeah. So it would make sense yeah. to buy a high-quality printer, but it's definitely not worth the money to spend a few hundred bucks just so I can print my damn airplane ticket You know, well, every two months. It's, yeah, I mean, if you want to print something and you want it to look really, really nice, you get a laser printer. I almost feel like it's a good investment because if you don't use your printer all the time, your little planned obsolescence one is going to be costing you money anyway because the ink dries yeah. up when it's not in use. The printer is still going to die at some unspecified date in the future, even if you're not using it. So yeah. if you get one of the laser ones, which you can probably get for, what, 500 Or can you go lower? I'm not sure yeah. how much they are. 500 should give you a decent one, I would say. You, you get the 500 you get just black ink for it. You know, You make that investment, but then... You'll have that thing for years to come, and it'll always work when you need it to. I don't know. Color ones would be far more expensive than I would assume, right? Or yeah, but that's that's a need that not everybody has. I mean, most people just need black printing. Um, yeah, the one I have is color, but yeah, I mean, like I, I can't think of a lot of uses for that unless you just print shit tons of stuff. But if you have a laser one, you could print your own good-looking stuff at home, like brochures or yeah. Or whatever you want, really. It's expensive to print as well, it, I'd say. It's the same with any any tool. If, if you're going to use it as part of your job and it's going to be used on a regular basis, then you spend a lot of money on it. If, yeah. if you if you you know if you're you're a builder, you buy a you know three hundred four hundred pound drill because it's going to last you and it's going to do the job properly. If you're a DIY guy that puts up one shelf every two years, you're going to spend ten quid on a drill. Yeah, and, I might get a. Out, uh, I might get a three D printer. Soonish. Really? <laughs> there you go. That would, that would be nice. You know, I want yeah, to play around with that thing. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming down the price. You can you can buy a uh, a print. Uh, can't remember what it's called now. You might get one for like, there. Yeah, you five hundred dollars mm. now. Mm. Yeah, I think three D printers are long off being sort of viable for the average consumer, though. Like, I agree. Like I think that they, like in like give it like three years that technology will be more perfected. It'll be at a price for consumer level and stuff like that. But right yeah, now, it some some guy printed a gun. <laughs> oh, printed a car. Is that, is that what you wanted for, Doctor? Your print gun? Oh yeah, of course. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna buy the cool German guns. weapon laws. Yeah, gonna print me my my AR-15 for my Lieutenant Cool character. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Cool. <laughs> That's it. Uh, You've branded yourself, Doc. Doc Am died today, and Lieutenant Cool was born from the ashes. Lieutenant Cool. New channel. <laughs> you know, I imagine me like Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Attention! <laughs> Less death, more cool. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's probably time we go on to, um, as somebody has 
helpfully pointed out in Reddit. Ask as as Craig, I was reading as Craig the whole time, man, on the freaking document. Isn't that brilliant? I don't, I, how how we've never, or anybody has not come up with that before? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> who's who's doing the questions this week? That's correct. Um, pause. I don't have the doc in front of me, so no. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I can't. Can I'm not looking. I'm not switching anything. I lost like Cole. the whole first hour oh, of our podcast. Cole, okay, Cole, like, all right. Did you really? I'll do yes. them this week. I'll yes. do them. Cole, Cole, what happened? So. Okay, so whenever Doc pause. joined the call, it made Skype yeah. the active window instead of Minecraft, which is what I'm using to record. And uh, it's just started recording Skype, but it wasn't recording any audio. And so, yeah, we talked. We did the whole Microsoft Mojang segment, and it didn't get recorded. And we were so oh, fired. Did you, you know what happens? Yeah, yeah, we redid it. We redid it. Oh, you know okay. what that doesn't happen with? DX Tori. You know what doesn't run on my computer? That's right. You said it. DX Tori. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cole, you should uh, start right. with the ass crack. Yep. <laughs> so our first question comes from Abby, who says, or asks, Hey guys, so I was wondering how old you were when you started dating. Just curious, because I'll be 16 in two months and haven't even considered anyone I would want to try dating. Also, was your first date as embarrassing as I think they would be? Thanks for reading, Abby. Uh, define, to... define dating, I think. This is... I... Do you need a definition of dating? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing that you don't know whether it was no, dating? I mean, if you go to, if you go to, you know, meet in the meet in the town shopping center with a girl, is that a date? Yes. Mm. Oh God, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I never really know. You know, I assume this is an American viewer. Yeah. Abby, the name points maybe points us into, or it could be British. But mm -hmm. what, you know, when I talk about dating, is she talking about thinking about making out with guys and shit? Or is she talking about literally... Like, is she, is she no one apparently knows what dating is I'm in this sure. call. Are you all that old that you've become detached? What were you doing yeah. back with Tenet Cole when you were 15? <laughs> well, what's it's the intent? Is it like, general, I don't know. General, I don't general, know. The intent is always yeah, sex. It's always what's sex. What's her intention? What's sex. Intention? She, sex. Does she want to go... How, Relationship. Or, they're going to they do some BDSM. Maybe a, 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 <laughs> but this is the point. When, when you're young, you 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 kind of like working out how you interact with people. Of yeah, is it sex? So a date is is you know an awkward affair of, of, anyway, of maybe yeah. touching hands. Where you're uh, thinking, like I I had my yeah. When when you first start trying to form a relationship with somebody that you thought you might you know like or love or whatever, mm -hmm. right. Like, and that could be anything. That could be walking that? down to the stream together and hanging out for three hours. Or it could be right. going to the movies or going to the That's shopping mall, like you're saying. Sort of. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, I, I, I danced with a girl at, at some scout. I mean, we played spin thing, the bottle you know? at a party when yeah. I was 13, and it was such a great kisser then that, that since then I had a girlfriend. <laughs> 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 I want to say... I want to say 16, 17 for me until I actually started, like... Going out so, with girls last year. Well, no, because I I still don't think I've had a serious relationship. <laughs> no, I mean, no, but yeah, exactly. I've, I've messed around with girls, but I haven't like you know my I haven't said. Are you down a virgin, Byro? No, people keep asking that in my fucking Twitch <laughs> chat. Shut up! <laughs> oh God, he took it so serious. He is a virgin. Because, but no, it's okay, Byro. It's okay. Don't is, rush. Do it. Do it at your own space. The thing for me is like, it's not the fact that people are asking. It's like. 
Would you hey, go man, that's between him someone, and Jesus, all right? It's private. <laughs> would you go up to someone in the street and ask them yes! about their sex life? Really? Yes! At PlayOnCon, I asked two different people if they were gay or not, because I was... I wanted... I Okay, maybe I'm not normal, but I that's ask people... Rude, I have that questions, I ask them. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, just going up to someone that you have never met before and asking them about their sex life, to me, seems a bit, like, intrusive, you know? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're Dude, right. it happens every day. Like, when I'm, I was in Berlin last time, there was these two girls, and all they wanted to talk about was their sex life for some reason after they had some glass of wine. Dude, you have to just deal with it. That's life, man. Yeah. <laughs> so... Back on topic, though, I would say oh, yeah. that, like, I've, uh, you know, you get to that age, you start fooling around when you're younger, um, but I don't think I've, you've ever had, a, like, I've ever had a serious relationship, like, sat down with someone and be like, I want to spend my life with this person, yet, and I'm 21, so. I don't think that's what she's asking, she's not asking what, what, uh, is she, oh, she wait, okay, I'll say 17, I'll say 17 then, I oh, went and dated people. That was the oh, first really? time you'd ever been on a date, was 17. Wow. Yeah, like I, I'd kissed a girl and stuff, but I'd never actually went. And, Hi, Nico. So how did you wait? Yeah, so you, you had kissed a girl before, and you just like what spin the bottle? Like I mean, you didn't have any yeah, prior relationship with that girl. You just like now no, we're kissing and now we're around. done. Yep. Okay. Okay. It was just so like your friends dirt. Your friends dirt you. I, I guess I you okay. know I started around when I was twelve, thirteen. <laughs> that girls yeah. kind of really interested me somehow around that age. And there, there was also the first date. It was kind of natural. Everybody in the class was kind of starting to get interested in each other somehow. And then there was, before, <laughs> uh, you know, the parties were kind of separate. There was the boys' birthday party and the girls' birthday party. And then all of a sudden it started that you kind of mix it up a little bit. And sure, there were some awkward situations in the beginnings, like the boys at one side and the girls on the other side. But... At some point, you kind of normalized, and for me, I never really had this crampy idea, okay, this is a date now, and this is not a date. You know, if you enjoy the company of a person, be it male or female or opposite gender or whatever, um, just enjoy it. Don't make it in your head now, this is a date now, you know, everything is different. Look at Good when he plays. You guys are um, really hung up on that word. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It's so funny. Like, yeah, look, look so... when, 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 Good, when Good plays uh, Sims. His first date, how nervous he got. You know, that's <laughs> so that's that's yeah, that's these are these are life examples. You should not for you do children. it. <laughs> don't do it like that. Oh, you know, like, don't be so you know freaked out and paranoid about stuff. If it will happen, that's what I say. You know, a guy yeah. will show up and you will say, "Hey, I guess it's time to invest some." time into this dude well i think she's worried because she says that she's about to be 16 and she hasn't had any any that that interest or whatever and i don't think everyone i, I don't think you should necessarily worry no, everybody's like, I was just, I was just gonna say that yeah like, yeah, yeah. Like, don't, just, don't rush definitely. it just because right. you're getting older just wait till don't worry about know, whatever yeah. else is wait for the matter. right person dude good well, friend of mine he was also always the chiller uh, you know until 18 he didn't give a crap about girls literally <laughs> the, the, I, mean, was I, I was like, too busy on my bmx and stuff until i was yeah, sort of, 16 of my skateboard. I was no hotel and really it didn't help. It didn't help the fact I live in a small village where they were. Well, I think you said the pause. I used to wait for the right person. Don't necessarily. I Like, I, I agree with that, but well, also, yeah, like, like, don't, don't, don't like, wait for, like, some, yeah. like, weird, like, don't, like, like, like wait for, don't wait for your soulmate. You know? Like, experiment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do whatever. Don't, don't, yeah. don't slap it around like a whore either. Don't wait for what Disney promises you. Yeah. My first legitimate date, like, dating period was when I was 14, and it was with the. A girl who had the same first name but spelled differently. Uh, <laughs> A L I X. Uh, I. Yeah. 
Oh. oh. That oh, could never pause. work. That was her name. Was it Pause was actually her name? Yeah. Yeah, her, her name was Pause. <laughs> it's spelled differently. P-A-W-S. My real first kiss, uh, when it comes to dating, yeah, I had a round when I was 13 or so. It was pretty romantic. It was not spin the bottle. It was actually going to the cinemas, you know, and holding Big hands and all that. Uh, How to go, Doc? Can you describe? Were you nervous? We both had br uh, braces, so oh both of us were nervous because we heard these horror stories. You know, you know, you might hook your braces together and stuff. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I, I had went well. Like I had sweaty palms and stuff. <laughs> I remember common problem. What was yours, mm. Co? Oh, I just I feel like I had nothing but a series of weird experiences around that time. <laughs> like some, like some, I, some of them with women. <laughs> I had uh, I had one or two relationships that were like entirely based off of notes, like no no interaction whatsoever <laughs> physically. Uh, there was a, there was one girl who I went out with and never saw her at once. <laughs> um, and we've got problem with dates. Well, there was another time where I, I went to uh, a dance with a girl that involved there was a kiss involved and there was also her punching me in the stomach. <laughs> wait, 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 which came first? Which came first? The punch came first. Really? Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah. Then. It was the like, first try or what? <laughs> right, right, right. It was like it was like a test or something. I guess was uh, the point of that. Like, like to see if I could take a punch. You know, okay. just I don't. Who knows? Middle well, school. That, I think that's what every girl logic. you know worries about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but right, really, right. really to sum it up, you know, don't worry too much about how old you are or whatnot. It's like. It's I think for every I think person. I just thought different. if I was gonna like collapse on the floor or something, like and, <laughs> and cry about it, then she probably would have like laughed or something. <laughs> also, <laughs> what's, what's your first date embarrassing? I think it would be. Yeah, of course, it was embarrassing. You know, I like in our day now. I, I never really have a hard time talking to women and you know talk about everything I wanted. But sure, I when I was younger, I definitely avoided some topics just to spare embarrassment. You know, or you just avoid it. Don't just don't go there. By now, I don't give a crap. <laughs> I think the right word would probably be awkward rather than yeah. embarrassing. Just because, like, you're at that age where you really don't know what to do. When I was in sixth yeah. grade, uh, there was this girl that liked me, and her older sister threatened to beat me up unless I dated her. So we like went out for like a month, and every day it was just a fear. She would like her older sister would come on and be like, "You're still dating her, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, totally." It was just like <laughs> I was bullied into dating this girl for like a month. It was Holy shit, dude! Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, as what I did recall, you do her? how did you do that? Like, did you like her at least? No, it? not at all. Not at all. It was terrible. <laughs> like, uh, it was the worst. Like, after school, too? there was like after school activities, and like I was supposed to be playing basketball, but instead I had to like sit with her and like her sister be like no watching. Way. Like, yeah, it's right. You better sit with her. Like, oh my god, it was the worst. I don't <laughs> remember her name. Can't remember her name. It was terrible i think the thing that that you know when you're first starting out i think you tend to forget later on is that uh you got like this huge ball of emotions sort of thing going on because you don't know what's going to happen you don't know what your expectations are maybe you let your feelings run away with you because who knows what like you just think that it's going to be like this is the person that you're going to be with forever or maybe it's not or who knows what so everything's all kind of out of whack I think that I think it's reasonable to yeah, to be a little because people have these afraid, crazy you know? morals. You know, don't want to touch uh, anybody's uh, religion uh, and what? stuff. What? <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even talking about anything like about like what you say. I'm just saying like 
what you feel. Like I remember I, there was a girl who our whole interaction is like a nothing moment like in my life, right? Like it was Did a you blip. remember it? You remember it for some reason? Well, right. Yeah, because we we didn't talk before this thing happened and we didn't talk after. We I, I asked her to go to a dance. I thought she was cute. I asked her to go to a dance. She agreed for whatever reason. We went and it was a really big deal to me for that moment. And I was like in middle school or junior high or whatever. But she decided that she didn't like me or whatever and she didn't want to do anything else with me after the dance. So like I forgot about her over time, but in that moment it was a really huge deal to me because it was like the first one of the first times that I had that interaction with a girl. I you know remember what I'm saying? my yeah, too. I mean I remember that too, the first dance with a girl. In in Europe it's not that formal, you know, you don't ask the girl out for a dance yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But of course, we had school disco and whatever, you know. It was since when you were in seventh grade, you were allowed to go. You had to leave at 10 or something. But you could, and it was basically in the school gym, you know, music was playing and blah, blah, blah. And I remember I also yeah. danced the first time with a girl. And I'm not a dancer, man. Until today, I don't <laughs> like it. And I enjoyed it back then. It was a cool experience. Yeah, that was actually the thing that came f before the kiss. That was the first approach, so to speak, a dance. So it was kind of classical, actually. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Doctor Dancer. I can imagine <laughs> it now. I saw you pull some good moves, man, when we were at conventions. <laughs> I got some moves, yeah, but not you see, that's more a like whole a separate thing. <laughs> <laughs> Solo dancing, you know, not like Yeah. Like, so. I think TLDRs just don't worry about it, especially around that age. So many so yeah. much social pressure, which I kinda look back on now and laugh at. Yeah. Did you did you guys did you guys ever do dancing lessons, you know, to be prepared for the big dance night and stuff? I did Irish dancing when I was younger. My mom and dad <laughs> made me go to a few lessons. I was like, nope. Bye. Uh, <laughs> you guys? You know, is there when you, when there's the school, you know, prom night or whatever, if they're also classical dance or is it more disco just you know? Uh we we hired a DJ for our prom, but we were all eighteen then, so when I danced I was really drunk, so I didn't really <laughs> care or remember most of it. The social lubricant helps. Just, you know. I, all I can remember is that there was the songs that weren't slow dances where everybody just like milled around. And then yeah. there were the songs that were slow dances and then everybody that had a date would slow dance. They were called and the bubble, the bubble grabbers. Between those. Right, right. It would just alternate <laughs> all night long until it ended. And that was that. I, I hated school dances. I had a teacher who literally came with a fucking ruler and said, you have to be this far apart. Really? You to be, yeah, this is when I was younger, though. Like, that's just an excuse like that. to touch your crotch. Wow. Look <laughs> 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 the like second of silence wow. after that as well. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody, we all had to, we all had to think back. Man, how we always get, you know, <laughs> sidetracked is crazy. We just wanted to answer Abby's question. So Abby. Yeah. Chill. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you know, if it would be one of us back in the days, we would have taken you out to the dance. Oh God. Giving you a great time. All right. <laughs> On to the next question. Jill <laughs> uh, <laughs> Buffett. How do you guys sleep? On your back or nice. your side or uh, something else? And how would you go about waking someone up? Thanks for... Oh, just thanks and keep up the good work. Praise Lord Budge. How would you go about waking someone up? Like, um, maybe... What? Like, my dad, he was a police officer, and if you woke him up by just being like, hey, wake up, he would strangle you. So, like, for him, you stand across the room and throw shit at him. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. 
I, I always had this weird thing about waking people up. Like, I, I hate doing it. I don't want to wake them up. I feel bad. So I'm always, I'm always like, I try to give them a really light, like, you know, okay, come on. You know, I'm like pushing their shoulder, like, come on now. You know, and if they don't wake up, I just give up and they just stay asleep forever, I guess. Uh, at, uh, at PAX, I had to wake up Chad because his computer had locked when I wanted to upload our panel. And I was uploading for his computer, and it locked. And I, and I, I, it was like six o'clock in the morning. I'd stayed up like three hours waiting for it to render. And I was like, "Well, now his computer locked." And his thing is, his computer didn't lock for like four, like two of those hours. I was looking at his computer. I wasn't actually using his computer, so I didn't even consider that I should like maybe move the mouse every once in a while. Right, as soon as it finished rendering, it locks on me. And I'm like, "Well, fuck! It's six o'clock in the morning. Should I wake Chad up now to get his password, or should I just wait in the morning?" And I like stood, like opened his door, and like looked at him for a little while. <laughs> and like, then I just shut I, the I, door and left. By now, Chad is used to people watching him. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> oh yeah. Like, uh, that was creepy. Cat started to stream. Oh. Uh, Did you post that yet? I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but uh... that's so funny. But yeah, I yeah, just left him and I went to bed. And then in the morning, I still, I still, like, it was like 8 o'clock when I got up. And I was like, fuck, I'm still awake. Got issues. What the hell? Just get so in like, there. You know, pull back the freaking pillar and go, like, motherfucker, get up. <laughs> no, man, you just, just poke him. Yeah, poke him. That's all I do. In, in the back. Yeah, yeah in the, the back. back. He had earplugs in there, too. So, like, even when side. I was trying to wake him up, he couldn't hear me because the earplugs. So I was like, Chad. Chad, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'll just. Side as well. Which side in particular, Doc? Left. I I I have to I have to sleep on one side for a bit. I have to lie on one side for a bit until I feel sleepy, then roll over on the other side and fall asleep on that side. Ooh. And I and I kind of do the old um, was it recovery position? I find that's the comfiest. Interesting. I roll. I'm. You roll, roll good. Yeah, like a like he a. He rolls like and purrs like good, a fucking motorbike. Sleeping. Good <laughs> sleep, sitting down in a chair in the middle of a conversation. Wow. <laughs> I I have to be specifically like uh, position. It's so bad. Uh, unless I'm like really drunk, I will have to sleep uh, stomach down and then my right leg up on a pillow. <laughs> like it's uh like a little dog humping. Yeah, my my, 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 right, my my right leg has to be raised on a pillow. I don't know why, and my stomach has to be flat on the bed. I've tried to lie down like. Uh, on my back, I can't. I would love to sleep on my back because everyone says it's like the 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 uh, what is it? The pinnacle of sleep, you know. <laughs> but uh, I've, I've tried... never heard anyone say that sleeping on your yeah, back is the pinnacle of sleep. Talk to me that once. Don't you what? Don't you lay, lay in the bed sometimes and watch something on YouTube and then you just fall asleep while you're laying on your bed? I, there do, I just, have my phone uh-huh. and I turn it on the side and I put my head down and <laughs> everything's rotated 90 degrees. But <laughs> what about you, Paul? Uh, for me, I, I I have to fall asleep sleeping on my left side with my arm under my pillow. Left Ooh. arm under the pillow. Yeah. So yeah. Talking. Yeah. yeah, I kind of do that too. I guess. Yeah. Do you ever uh, love your dog? On your bed to sleep, pause. Yeah, she well, like, cause I always go to bed after Andrea, cause I'm always up late, like uploading mm-hmm. and doing all this crap. So Andrea goes to bed, um, and Zelda is always sleeping on my side of the bed. So I always <laughs> have to, I always have to wake her up and push her on the side. Aww. She'll eventually go down, but when I wake up, she's always. <laughs> Damn cat, that's the same man. Yeah, it's yeah. The same thing. That's the same thing with Nico as well. Oh, it's weird Nico. though. I don't know. I like I like when Zelda sleeps in the bed now. Cause like I at first like when we were growing up, like when we were yeah when we were all growing up when she was growing up she was obviously <laughs> in uh, 
in the den because we had, we kennel trained her. But now yeah, she's... but you know what's weird? Like literally, when we were talking about this uh, dating and stuff, you know, when you all of a sudden, you know, and then the cat is in your face. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, what, what that is pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, like, uh, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> if you didn't get it, you didn't get it. And if you did okay. get it, well, you did. <laughs> so and what I was the question? Oh, yeah. My right side, I mean. Waking someone up, literally, like, you know, during my job, I had to wake people up in the morning because we had a schedule, so... Go in you there. You have to make sure they wake up as well. No, you can do it really politely and nice. You go just go like. Good I morning. think you mean sometimes they don't wake up. <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> I just skipped over that. <laughs> or you can just turn the yeah. light on and run away. Okay, but in in, in in the chat situation, I would literally just have walked there, unplugged one of his earbuds, shook him a little bit, and go like, "Hey, man, what's your damn password?" What's your password? And then he, he'd give it away, and then it's all good. He can sleep. He wouldn't even recognize, you know, realize he woke up. Probably. Give us a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, moving on to the next question, then I think uh, A D K T Pats says, "What do you guys think will happen to the Minecraft community and those of you who do YouTube for a job if YouTube dies out?" Also. How do you put your toilet paper roll on the TP handle thingy? Do you roll or pull? And that's it. That's the question. Yeah, I had to work out that second half, but I think he means when you actually take it from the toilet roll to your hand. Right. Does it I go think over the top or does it yes. come out the back? Yeah. 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 Over the top or under the bottom? How do you do it? How do you do any, it? Under the any, bottom. Under anyone, the bottom. So there's goes, only uh, one right answer. Obviously. Anyone that goes under the bottom needs a reality check. It needs to yeah. go over the top. It's obviously over the top. Yeah, okay. most definitely to under that's, front. How do you tear it off, Paws? Doesn't it like when you go to rip it, it like rolls a whole bunch, and then you're like toilet paper all over the floor, and you're like, "Fuck!" Well, that would happen whichever way. <laughs> I man. guess if you're inept, yeah. But you oh. know, did you say you're a gnat? Yeah, you're a little gnat. tiny gnat. Do you like you go and bite it, bite it off, <laughs> little, gnat. little gnat teeth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, obviously, over the top is the right way to do it. Uh, now, regarding whether YouTube dies out, any thoughts? Uh, over the top. Well, I mean, <laughs> pretty much all of us had jobs before over we started top. doing YouTube, and I think if you, you died out, well, we'd all go back to doing jobs again. It's a two-part question, though. Though he says that what happens to the Minecraft community and to those YouTube, right? If the Minecraft server is no longer around, Minecraft community is also no longer around. At well, some no. point, it, it will dissolve. If the vanilla server was gone, Minecraft is dead. Is that what you're saying, Doc? No, no, he's but, saying YouTube is dead. Uh, yeah, right. if, if yeah. our YouTube brand Minecraft server or Minecraft would be gone, um, then of course the fan base would also dissolve over time. I don't know. Maybe we could start I, like I a chain of like, like burger restaurants or something. Minecraft I burgers. Something else would, I think something else would step up to take. Well, I was YouTube gonna say if, if, if yeah. YouTube like somehow like got dissolved or something, I'm pretty sure there'd be something that took over, and I'm pretty sure we'd. Adapt and go over. Yeah, to the wherever. question is a bit tricky. If YouTube dissolves, what does he mean? Or if we, if you know, we go down the hill or whatever. I don't know. If we had to well, yeah. stop, if we would all stop, of course, there would be eventually this community would dissolve and you know dissolve into other communities that are around. Sure, I that agree. would be a realistic I assessment, I'd say. I see yeah. a lot of people yeah. saying that, like, uh, you know, is YouTube going to die? But there really isn't anything out there I can see that's going to slay it. You know. A lot of people. I think YouTube's gonna kill itself if anything. Mm. Yeah, 
I just don't think that something like that can up and die abruptly. I mean, there's too well, much no, yeah. stuff. There's too much money involved. There's too many people and companies and things. Like, even if YouTube starts to really screw up, if it looks like it's going to die, then something else will step up to fill the void because there's money there. Mm. There's a there's a market that's not going to disappear if YouTube disappears. Mm. Everyone's wanting to be entertained. Mm. Right, exactly. Thing, a lot of people are saying no, I, their TV is being replaced by online entertainment. Yep. So, another Cutting medium. The cable. Mm-hmm. Which is a stupid phrase because you get your internet most of the time. It's through cable. Cable. <laughs> For now, as long as media is consumed as it is via watching it as a video, YouTube mm-hmm. is there. I mean, I don't know, maybe there's some uh, technique soon that, you, I don't know, you put on some crazy-ass <laughs> thing on your head and it's implanted in your brain with smells and emotions and everything. All right. Oh, man. If YouTube misses that train, they're fucked. But until then, I think they're sitting tight. <laughs> yeah. Doc's, Doc's brain tour. Yeah. <laughs> brain tour. Directly into your head. So, you yeah. Don't wanna, you don't want to do that. You'll be scarred for life. For sure. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, I think, move on to the next question from Prabhat, who says, I just wanted to ask how early in the day your schools began when you were in high school or college. In addition, did you have any tactics for battling fatigue? Do you <laughs> think that there's a way to resolve this sleep deprivation problem? <laughs> uh, somebody's I, I, not a morning person. We well, actually yeah, well, a little bit. They were talking about how uh, schools start are starting earlier and earlier, and kids are not getting as much education because they're too tired and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of news articles about this recently, but I don't know, man. I I mean, I, I was always fine. Uh, I, well, how much earlier are they starting? Uh, I can't imagine because I remember catching the bus before the sun come up. So like, yeah, like I mean, is it like starting at midnight started. now? <laughs> I think I think school started at eight in the morning. Eight, yeah, eight, for, eight for me. Eight for me. I remember yeah. getting up at six thirty in the morning, watching Sesame Street, eating my, you know, whatever Rice Krispie Lucky, Lucky cereal or something or Lucky Charms. Yeah, and then go get dropped off at school. Yeah, I think I think the thing is when you go to school, you think, oh my god, I've got to get up for eight o'clock and be there, and then you know oh, I've got to be at school until three thirty or something, and but, it's like this major major drag, and then. You know, yeah. when you go to work. He did say high school or college, though, which yeah. is a little bit of a different story. I mean, I remember some nights there, even when I was in high school, there were nights when I didn't come home. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, in college, I didn't know a lot of all-nighters as well. But as I moved through, like, the ladder of sort of society, you know, go to secondary school, which is high school, I guess, and then college, each sort of step before seems easier. You know, like, I hated getting up that early for high school. But I take it in a heartbeat again because I don't know. <laughs> it was like the the lead path. Everything was you go here and you come home at three o'clock. Believe me, having a structure in life is mm-hmm. not a bad thing, because yeah. you know it takes a lot of power for a human being to org- self-organize all the time. That's why yes. self-employment is so hard. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, self-employment yeah. is annoying. A lot of people say this yeah. YouTube is so, easy. So you know, oh, if you're in God. a structure that tells you, okay, you know. I have this and this many hours this day, and uh, you know there's some set cornerstones in my life. Um, yeah. That's definitely good for people not to get lost in you know in whatever. There's a lot of things you can get lost in. So, getting up early and going to st- school, at least for those years, man, teaches you a certain routine 
and gives you a certain peace of mind uh, that you need as a teenager as well. You know, when you're growing up, you cannot self-organize all your life all day long. Yeah. So it's it's good to be, um, you know, in a certain, yeah. I got to agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because when you wake up at 3, 4 p.m. in the afternoon sometimes, like I do, it's <laughs> a bad mentality to get into, guys. Ruins oh, yeah, your day. No, like, I, I have my contract work that I do as well as doing the YouTube stuff as well as doing like my regular stream-a-day thing at night and I don't really have a schedule for anything except for the stream because I always do it at the same time mm. and my I'm just I'm just a wreck all the yes. time I, I find I, myself like after the stream which ends at midnight for me I'll be like oh god I have to do contract work stuff still <laughs> but I didn't get done during the day because I was editing stuff so now I'm like staying up and doing really? that until three or four in the morning so that I can say that I got it done the next morning or which is the same morning that's <laughs> happening just a few hours later like <clears throat> I uh, a, a lot yeah. of the self-help I've read is like 99% of it is just structuring your day and scheduling things yeah, yeah. Like, I long for that right now I'm probably going to do that I'm going to like detail out my day really soon where it's like wake up at this time go mm -hmm. to the Fucking yep. bathroom, brush your teeth, take a shower, and do it's this all shit. Habit. It's all That's how my calendar it's, looks. Look, my calendar schedules out pretty much uh, everything. Every little I'm thing. I'm, I'm kind every of not, not, not to the point where I'm you know shitting on the schedule, but uh. pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but for me, I kind of I'm kind of lucky. I'm like, I wake up every time at the same time, and I kind of get tired every time at the same time. Like at three a.m., I get tired. At nine, I get up. You know, every freaking day, it's kind of an automated thing for me. I have no idea why, but it works. Habit. But I, the, the guy asked, "How do you battle, uh, you know, being tired?" I mean, there is no way to battle it, man. In the long run, you need to catch your damn sleep. You, like if you go, yep. if you go too long with not enough sleep, you will feel it. And you'll be sick. Although you it can literally die quicker, man. <laughs> There's, I mean, it, it also depends on a lot of different factors. I mean, if you're not sleeping yeah. enough, then well, there you go. If you know you're not sleeping enough, that's why you have sleep deprivation. But coffee, coffee. Yeah, get a bed earlier. Coffee. I personally, I like. I always have like eight hours or so, six, six to eight hours. But yep. I feel like shit anyway. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's because like I just have a shitty body or whatever. But there's other reasons that you can be fatigued too. Or exercise, if you do a lot of exercise, yeah, that helps. It, it well, it can also hurt too. Yeah, it seems. If you do a lot of exercise. You get fatigued. You get muscle yeah, soreness and stuff. Yeah, you have to know how to deal the, with the that. The thing is. When you, when, you do, right. when you come back from school and then you chill all day long in front of your computer, you know, that's not yeah. super exhausting. You can do that forever, forever and ever, you know, but if you do something, when you I, played back. A, yeah, I played a lot of sports, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I played a lot of sports and that got me tired in the evening. I didn't hang yeah. out till 3 a.m. in the morning because I was tired at latest 12 and then I just crashed, man, and I got up at 6.30 again, so I had my six hours but yeah. I'll bet you felt more refreshed the next day when you woke up. Of course, because if you only go with three hours and go back to school the next day, you that's not gonna go well for a long time. Well, and, what and I found is that when I became after, when I became more like everything I do is sedentary. You know, I sit down and I, I stay in a chair for sixteen hours. Mm -hmm. When I started doing that, I stopped getting good sleep, mm. basically. Because when True. I would go to sleep, I hadn't really used my body to do anything other than atrophy. So when I go to sleep, it's just like, well, yeah, you don't recover. Didn't really anything. do anything today. Yeah. yeah, and then when you wake up the next day, you're like, ah, oh, is it still? Mm. It just feels horrible every day. I think that exercise 
use up that excess energy, and then when you go to sleep, you get real good sleep because you actually are tired, and then the next day you feel more like yeah. refreshed and recovered. Mm-hmm. That's probably yep. something, something that I need to be doing. That's something <laughs> so every freaking doctor and every life counselor tells you, but really it works. I mean, if you or find something that exhausts you, you know, creative. Right. You can also paint for a few hours, and that that will also you know be exhausting because create, being creative is also like sports. Drain makes you tired, brain sleepy. Yeah. Yep. So sleep more, exercise, yep. and on you, the next. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say use caffeine wisely, but even then, high school, I don't think like oh, I God, didn't. Don't use caffeine. No, wisely. No, no, don't Dude, ca- get a, caffeine. Well, wisely, caps. the wise way to, to don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, there is no wise way of doing drugs. It's 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 better to say, I mean because most most kids are probably already consuming things that are energy heavy drinks, caffeine. So it's better to say if you do that, keep in mind that you shouldn't overdo it. Don't like don't think that you can just drink you know five Red Bulls and that's okay. That's a replacement for sleep or something. You, no, you, you'll die. You will die. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's not a bad drug. There, you know, it's not comparable with anything else, but it enhances your body functions. So it's a drug, most definitely. Mm-hmm. And if you can get away from caffeine altogether, it's probably not a bad thing at all. Mm-hmm. You know what? Did you drink for two boats? Actually, that's a lie. I had vodka Red Bull at PAX. Fuck. Oh, disappointed. <laughs> I love uh, the taste of coffee too much, and I can't go decaf because it just doesn't seem right. Decaf yeah. is gross. What's the point of drinking decaf? That's like drinking beer without alcohol. It makes well, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like <laughs> anything, though. It's like you got to have, like, for me, I love having my coffee in the morning. Now, would I still love it if I didn't have the caffeine in it? Knowing yeah, that it doesn't have it, it's hard, but I think it would at least let me have that moment still. You probably would have never started it. Well, right. Well, yeah. yeah <laughs> because ca- caffeine is a habit. It's drank because people drink it to get up in the morning and you just get used to it. The parents did it. You like to but smell in the you morning. You have a way to do it that isn't hurting you as much. That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Kind of like, well, it, anyway, we don't want to get into. Like, I, I actually like the taste of coffee, but I just don't drink it because it's too much caffeine. Like, I if I drink anything with caffeine, man, I get like wired. I guess because I don't have caffeine yeah. normally. I don't do caffeine mm. either. Caffeine does nothing to me anymore. I like um, turn into pyro or something. <laughs> I I was taking lots, like a gram of caffeine a day in university, and my I sense. My and veins look what started, it's done to him. Yeah, my veins started to feel electric. Just don't go there, guys. See, <laughs> <laughs> can start to slough off. Oh, yeah. God. Oh god, not the slough. That thing. was because you had yeah, such a hard, you had such a high blood pressure that your veins were about to burst. Yeah, <laughs> I actually Man. took a, a cup of coffee before an exam and held it into the exam. Immediately after I got out, went to a, a, a bin and threw up. Like yeah. just two months run. <laughs> Well, when you do stuff like that, that's when you know you're do- you're taking yeah. too much caffeine. Yeah, you, you should sleep more. <laughs> well, it was exam grind. Don't be me. Be good. Be good instead. No caffeine warrior. Don't be pyro. All right, kids. Let's move on to the next thing. From Rob. Hey, Rob. Hi, hey, Rob. I know, I know most of you don't have time to watch a lot of videos, so there might not be a lot of answers here. But do you watch any smaller YouTubers? And if so... Did you see anything in their videos which made you think, damn, that's a good idea? Yeah. Or I should start doing that? Question mark. In terms of smaller YouTubers, what's the fan is small nowadays? Uh, 
10,000 or less subscribers. So? Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, 10,000 views or less, let's say. You could answer that stuff like super easily. Like, I swear everyone in here has ever seen a video from a guy that was smaller or whatever. Do you think that was a good idea? And I would like to do that too. Oh, sure. Right? Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. nothing that comes to mind right now, but sure. I mean, I think we all, yeah. all get inspired by anyone, like independent of size, basically. Well, I, I often yeah. look up sort of various redstone stuff and other little gadgets on YouTube, and quite often I will find that there are you know small channels with six hundred views on something that's quite a good invention, and I'll sit there and and, stuff yeah. like and then you steal it. Then I steal or, it, or, or, or some, some again another three hundred views. So, so some some editing style. Some people use that is so far away from my own style that I would never use it. But I sometimes stumble across a thing and I think, yeah, man, okay, a bit over the top for me, but that was cool. Lately, I saw a guy, he was the master of memes, like, or memes. Memes? Oh, yeah, memes. Memes, memes, memes uh, depends where you're from. But, yeah, oh, memes. so, yeah, yeah, I know. I think I know. Yeah, you know, and he totally uh, overdid it, but I, I some That's of his funny. editing, editing oh, tricks I liked. Right. Snipers. 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 Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The fedora one. I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't get that. It's so funny, man. It's because they actually used to be like that. Montages used to actually be like that. You know, kids in 2010, 11. Mm, it's just a parody. So, it is. Yeah. But uh, my Once pick... Once the one-upping goes too far, it starts to... <laughs> well, it's gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> my pick is uh, a guy called Ishii Bailey, who does Japanese RPGs, playthroughs. But the thing I really like about him is... He's a completionist, so he'll do three or four test runs of a game, note down everything, all the secrets, all the bugs, and he'll go 100% in a Japanese RPG like Final Fantasy, and he pours hours upon hours. I would like to do that, but there's only so much time in the day, and it kind of sucks because... Uh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm done. Oh, I was just going to say, you did this with me once, actually, this exact thing. Yeah, did I? That was how we, that's how we met originally, was... Um, you made a video talking about the way that I do the way that I did my stuff when I was active. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then very... we, we ended up talking. And oh, yeah, you almost got me into machinima. <laughs> oh, I remember that. <laughs> you fucking saved you there, man. You saved yourself there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I like I, I had the whole contract and I just didn't I didn't sign it. I, yeah. I remember that though. Uh... <laughs> but back yeah. then guys, machinima was the shiz. It was. Yeah. They let you upload to their main channel back then. Yeah. I yeah. have videos on there with millions of views. Mm. So uh, that's going back. That's going back a few years. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. So weird, though. This is basically that. Because uh -huh. we were talking about like I love completionists. I... And used to be a bit of a yeah. Minecraft completionist. Right, yeah. Yep. Kind of the next question plays into that same mm -hmm. area, I would say. Pokemon oh, Trainer yeah. Red. From Red. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they said, uh, I have been doing YouTube for a little over a year and have met so many new cool people and recently hit over 100 subscribers. My question is, what is your favorite part about doing YouTube? Meeting new people, especially conventions. Yeah, the conventions are, are fantastic. Yeah, and it's not just new people either. No, it's just people we know. And I, I, I told my dad, like, it's hard for me to comprehend sometimes that I'm meeting such a variety of people, such a variety of ages and different backgrounds and countries through this YouTube thing that I never would have otherwise met, mm. you know? Like, when, like I'm 21, you know? A few of you guys are in your late 20s, 30s, 40s. When else would I hang out with people like that? Yeah. You know? 
that's the beauty the, of it, I think. The freedom is great. That uh, I like a lot. The the freedom, you know, that I can say, no, I'm I'm staying at home. Self-employment. Doing my video, being self-employed. Mm-hmm. In a job that you actually enjoy. Sure. That is yeah. great. Yeah. You know, self-employed is not always great. But if you actually can do something you enjoy a lot and you get even reactions out of it, direct mm-hmm. reactions. That's what I like a lot about YouTube as well. You know, you put a video out. If it's good, people will let you know right away. If it's shit, they will let you know too. Then yeah. you feel like shit. Yep. Yeah, and you feel like shit after it. Yeah. <laughs> on, uh, exactly. on, on the opposite That's the that, negative though, side. I think it's very like very easy not to see that. Like I described it as if you go to a concert and someone sings and they get their applause immediately. Whereas mm. it'll take me a while to sift through comments and I don't know, it all seems yeah. a bit too binary to me sometimes. Like I don't yeah. understand these people out there, if you get me. Yeah, but you just know, look at the computer and just see zeros and ones. That, yeah. is, that, is, that is because of your young age too. But if you are in a normal work environment, in a company or so, you will find out that even if you have great ideas, normally it takes a fucking long time until you see success. Yeah. With an idea you had, with a new uh, idea you implemented, and then you know until it's processed and went through the system and finally has an effect, it can take you months or years to build up something. And mm-hmm. I always had problems with that. And on the YouTube thing, it's like, you know, if you have a hit or something great, you get your gratitude right away. Yeah. And that is something. She takes the grind. Yeah, and that always motivates me to keep on going, you know, and do something new. And that is, that's kind of that's what I like a lot. That it's mm-hmm. so direct. In both ways, negative and positive. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like, I like when you get emails from people that you've made a difference to, and you know, mm-hmm. that that's what really makes it. We we do get, as you say, you know, if you do something wrong, you get a lot of shit from it, and and that stuff hurts. But you get the little people, not the little people, the little emails Horrors. from people. Um, that say you know oh you know you've really helped me I was depressed and you've got me out of that or I was you know stuck in a rut or stuck in a room or whatever you know I, I was tied to a radiator as a hostage in Iraq whatever yeah. it is you know and and you've made a difference to their life that's what really makes it you mm-hmm. know, awesome yeah I think meeting I people in real life you know at the conventions it's also really awesome and then you know just today it happened to me a guy uh, or yesterday left a comment on the video hey dog you remember me i was that guy you signed the school uniform and i knew it was these three guys that had these white school uniforms i remember exactly and that is also some something that is really cool you know you yeah. met the guy before and then he comes back to your video and you remember and it's like ah man right yeah that's cool yeah how, how is to this be- for yuko as someone that uh did this for a while, kind of stepped away from it and came back. Is it different the second time around? To, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, the first moments of doing it were like this just rush of, oh my gosh, there's people to talk to about this. Like each time I put a video out, there's all these people that want to talk. They want to mm. talk about what I'm doing. This is so cool. Mm. You know, when, when I was putting stuff up back then, it was like I would put a little thing out there onto like Reddit or whatever and just go to sleep and just be like, oh, I wonder if, you know, anybody will care tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you get up and you see like, oh, man, there's, you know, it was upvoted 10 times and there's mm-hmm. four comments. This is amazing. Way more than I expected. Yeah. Um, and that was sort of how it went for a while. It was like these cool discussions, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and a learning was, phase, you know, in the beginning yeah. when everything yeah. was not so laid out. You, you know, you did a special editing trick the first time or... 
you know, you didn't even know what the hell, what, what recording program to use. I mean, all, all of oh, us yeah. are yeah. mostly self-taught and it all evolved. Now everything is obvious. You know, if somebody has a question about YouTubing, just today it happened again. Somebody is looking for a new mic. <laughs> hell, that turned into a three-hour discussion. We could all sell mics for every company. I tell you, we know all shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that by now we're all so experts. But the learning curve was also very great uh, by, you know, working through this YouTube channel. You didn't know shit. And then you got some kind of, I don't know, content ID thing. You thought, oh my God, I'm hit. Strike <laughs> and then right. you know, and then when you had to unlock thumbnails. Oh yeah, I remember that. Like right. that. Right. I remember uh, the day I first got my gaming partnership, like because they didn't used to have partnerships on gaming channels. Yeah, man. Do you remember that? And then they started yeah. to come in, and then it was a rush to get one, and everyone jumped in, and yeah. So like uh, the, the day I first got my first check from YouTube, I was like, holy shit! Like, yeah, and until it gets business, you know, yeah. it takes a long time. Like the first real year of YouTube for me was pure fun of learning new things, having fails, mm -hmm. and, yeah. and just learning a new thing. So, so how was it phase yeah. two then, Co? Like, like that was that was the first time. So now coming back, yeah. how is it different? Well, just finish your story, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the. I guess what happens, or what happened for me was, is that eventually the discussion started to get drowned out as I as I did better and better, like in terms of numbers, you know. Mm -hmm. As I became more popular, the discussion got drowned out in the noise, mm -hmm. um, and I started to get like anti fans and trolls yeah. and things like that. And I didn't know how to deal with that stuff, and that sort of soured me and made me a little cynical to everything. And that I think that contributed to me eventually, you know, kind of. Um, stepping away from you. Pulling the plug. Yeah. You, you see that video I tweeted you? The ex Tales of Existence? Tales of a YouTuber yeah. quote? That reminded yeah. me of you, exactly. Yeah, yeah that it, one. really, it, it, was, it hit home. It felt yeah, but, but, very you know, much like that. Now, the kids that go into YouTube also, they grow up uh, with our counseling and guidance over the years. We shared yeah. our YouTube story. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, ones. Dark, yeah, right. but there's a great uncle lieutenant cool the thing like yeah. for people who want an insight into what we do the, the one i like i want to just plug this is saying search tales of mere existence confessions of a youtuber and literally like i've never seen such like a spot-on video about how right. youtube gets you sometimes yeah, it's by agent uh agent XPQ. some really good videos on that guy's channel yeah it was really it, it it was really true to what it's really like and also i i've been saying lately that i think a lot of my issues it's not i wouldn't say that it was like oh the haters made me leave I, it's the other way around it's that other things about me that were going on in my life or that how i was feeling about things you know being depressed or anxious or, or paranoid or whatever else was going wrong with me made me susceptible to other more minor things yeah like definitely not being able to look away from negative comments that are surrounded in an ocean of positive yeah. comments, you know that yeah. kind of stuff. That's a personal problem. But when yeah. I came back, but that's, that's so, not unique to you, though. That's, that's, that we, we all right. get that. I'm not saying no. Yeah, yeah, every, not I saying mean, we all in humans. We all yeah, humans. plus just the effect that it has on yeah. a certain individual can vary, of course. And yeah, some people yeah. are, if you feel weak, and on top of that, then you only see the the negative amongst all the good stuff. Then it it, it adds up. But right. Yeah, in the beginning, the most fun, you know, he's talking about 100 subs. It's really yeah. just oh, that's a good, chilling that's, with that's people. That's the best time, that is. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It is right. the best time. So when and you came so back, I just want to hear the end of the story. 
The difference coming back is having that prior knowledge of like I, I, I can steal myself against the problems and you have that experience just like with anything when you have experience you can come at it again with you know more information handle certain situations better have a different view on what certain things mean you know a lot of like the negativity that used to affect me more when I was more vulnerable to it uh, doesn't really get to me anymore. Particularly, actually, I feel like, you know, people people who are very negative about things tend to. I just had the view that they just have miserable lives. They have some other reason for why they're being so negative, so vocally. So I just sort of, you know, I ignore it, um, and it's allowed me to just focus on being productive and and I can focus on the creative aspect more which is what I liked about the beginning. In the beginning yeah. it was all creativity. It was just raw creativity. I'm just making a thing and putting it out there and I hope people like it. Yeah. And, and and that got kind of tainted but now now that I have a clear perspective I can get back to that and that's what I that's where I'm at now. It makes mm. me happy. Or yeah. you kind of make it over the hump where you kind of have a certain viewer base. You know, most of us reach that level now that yeah. you kind of have a secure viewer base and you know, okay, I will get a certain amount of views, whatever I do. And that brings you back again to the beginning where you feel more free again and free, a bit more creative, you know, just pull out whatever you like and be creative. And that yeah. is the, the best part about uh, YouTube when you, when you start up the grind the middle way. It's kind of tricky because it needs a lot of balls and I need a, a lot of the competition is stiff, you know, yeah. and all these mm -hmm. things. Well, but also, yeah. for, for me, a big, huge difference also is the fact that um, before I was basically alone in what I was doing. I had a lot of people that I, mm. I worked on stuff with, but I was kind of a solo operation. Mm. Coming back and, and, Doing stuff with you guys and joining Minecraft is so wildly different from like just being a solo YouTuber. Easier, out there. right? In this in the group, with it the is. security like you, of the group. People that you can relate to, you can talk to this stuff behind this. I'll talk about stuff that that other people wouldn't understand behind the scenes. You know, mm. like we can lean on each other in that way. We can give each other advice and things. We can do mm. stuff together. I just, I really like having that community. That I didn't have before, where I just felt like I was alone. Mm -hmm. You know, if I screwed up, I was on my own. I had to figure it out on my own. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say one of the the best things that's happened is you know a lot of the people we work with have turned into like best friends that you can you know talk with and not just you know. I mean, there's times where we we just record and all that, but there's also times where you're feeling like crap or something. You just want to talk to someone. You know, you can do that now. And yeah, well, I, I mean, I've that's why I like the uh, conventions so much. Is yeah, because mm. we get to actually physically. Yeah, actually, that was so awesome. Hug you guys! Oh my god! Yeah, I like how yeah. seamless it is too. I had no, I really wasn't <laughs> right? sure what it was going to be like, but like it's, when it's funny. When I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when me and Paz ran into each, into each other for the first time, he purposely, on purpose, made it awkward. But it wouldn't have been awkward at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a seamless transition. Yeah, it's because you know. you know each other. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, weird. Yeah. It's, it's a strange. Yeah, for I, me, I, I totally latched onto you and gave you that hug. I told you that's the first thing I'm gonna do, too. That's where the, that you said verbatim. I'm going to go for the awkward hug. Like that's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what you always gotta do at the conventions, man. The awkward hug. Yeah, nothing yeah, better to is, break the awkwardness than a hug. That, the first thing you also, did for 
Pyro was give me alcohol. The very first thing. Like, <laughs> hi, we are oh, yeah, Paris. Here's tequila. It's like, okay, it was, well, I guess you know me. Uh, not make me nervous. I was shit scared of meeting you guys because I'd never really knew you guys up until that point. Thing. And I felt, I felt like I was sort of an, I was alienated in the group until I met you because I thought everyone hated me or something. <laughs> okay. For me, it was like probably like the scariest thing ever because like the first what? time I ever met anyone was Goud. And of course, the first place I'm meeting him is like the fucking south of America, like yeah. Alabama. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to expect. It was very nerve wracking. Uh, I remember like, yeah, you, you look terrified in the airport. I was just like, what's the matter, guy? <laughs> uh, weird. Uh, <laughs> for me it was super smooth like meeting most of the group at the minecon it was great uh, for mm -hmm. me it was like a zero zero adjustment it was just like okay here we are hi guys bam it was, right. well, we spent so much yeah. time talking and it's like we yeah 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 i wish the next minecon wasn't in europe this i mean no offense oh god knows god it, knows maybe it's in seattle now right no shit it could be uh, like this maybe there won't even just, be one yeah I it's just that i know i know that i'm not gonna be able to go to europe is my thing and i i really wish that i could attend something where all of us are there yeah give me day not build that island in the middle of the atlantic coolest question <laughs> the Minecraft island, that's his new plan, you know. Yeah, we need to get that done. That I, I think yeah, it's, it, uh, a, a server farm in the middle of the Atlantic is just a perfect idea. Perfect mm -hmm. idea. Equal pings for everybody. <laughs> mm -hmm. Except you live in Japan. Ping Island. Yes. There you oh, go. That is, that is, I wish that there was some way to do something about that. I really do. Because yeah. whenever we do stuff together, it's, it's just that damn latency across the ocean really <laughs> screws it up. What's not so a fun part about YouTube is that uh, they just do whatever they want. <laughs> and <laughs> what worked today doesn't work tomorrow. So yeah. mm -hmm. that's a not so good part. You can never chill. Never chill. Kind of, all this on the grind. Like yeah. <laughs> well, that was all of our questions. Oh. I think mm -hmm. that's this that is might the longest be all of our podcast podcasts. ever, I think. But I don't know. Long, I lost it? an hour of it. So. <laughs> Who knows? I yeah, I well, mean, we, this call's three hours long now, but uh, like I said, I lost an hour <laughs> of the podcast. Because I, I thought when I joined, uh, it was over. I was like, the podcast doesn't usually go on to this long. So no. why did they still hear? I thought you were just chatting. No. Well, we are, I guess, but that's what we call yeah. a podcast. <laughs> Lieutenant Cool is a rambler. Lieutenant <laughs> <laughs> Cool loves it. He's not afraid to talk. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Lieutenant Cool. Thank you. <laughs> we have to put guests would have been as cool. cool without you. We put in the title <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Cool Good. You need to have yeah. any guests. Yeah. You're always going to be Lieutenant cool. cool for us now. Uh, yeah. yeah, I like it. As I said, I'm, I'm uh, Lieutenant Cool. Well, it reminds have, me of oh. Commander Keen. Commander <laughs> Keen? <laughs> Old school? Uh, I guess if you guys have questions for Lieutenant Cool or any of us, uh, podcast at <laughs> minecracklp.com. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, this question's directed at Lieutenant Cool. Uh, <laughs> oh, that will happen. How are you yeah. so cool? Uh, how are you so cool? <laughs> That's the question. Oh, um, <laughs> how do you, Lieutenant? <laughs> oh, I'm cool. Alright, well, I guess we should wrap this up. Anyone else have anything mm -hmm. to say? Nope. All right. Nope. Well, we'll see you guys Bye. next week. Bye. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, if you're still alive. Penis.